games, and then uh, the last couple of weeks have dropped a couple of games, where on the other hand, on the Calavera side, they had started out 0-4 on the season and picked up their first win last week down in Modesto at Big Valley Christian High School. Uh, so this is the last week of non-conference play. So Galt High School against um, uh, Calaveras. And then next week is the real deal. Then we get into Mother Load League play. And then, Quincy, it doesn't matter then what happened in non-conference. Now you're trying to win league games and make the playoffs. Definitely. Uh that league is going to be a tough one to uh, follow behind after the you know the preseason starts, right? So uh, I'm looking forward to it. Mother Load is always a good uh, competition for us, and we can't wait. So we got about six minutes left here before kickoff. Uh, we have quite the home crowd. The student band um, is here tonight in full swing. Um, you know, I, I call this maybe even, you know, standing room only, which is typical here at Calaveras High School on homecoming night. It's a beautiful fall evening. Uh, you know, you look at this football field. The scoreboard is over to our left to the parking lot side of the field. Um, and, and you see the mountains behind us. The sun has already dropped. Um, and you can start to get that feeling of, of autumn and fall and, and real football season. Yes, definitely football weather. You're definitely, definitely in the football season. It seems like the student body is lining up right now to uh, welcome the varsity football players down to the field. So that's exciting. See the band here. So everybody's excited. Smile faces. A lot of red in the in the stands. A lot of red indeed. We got. Looks like it's only 71 degrees outside. A lot of the coaching staff I see still still in shorts. Uh, you know. I'm thinking maybe next week at Somerville up in Tuolumne, there, there might be a change there. We'll see. Uh, typically, you get up there in Tuolumne, it's a little bit cooler than it is down here. Definitely. Uh, five minutes looks like here before kickoff. Uh, momentarily, we should have captains in the middle of the field. Um, at halftime, there'll be lots of festivities here at the school. Obviously, uh, homecoming king and queen will be announced. The band will be playing. The cheerleaders will be going. Um, earlier this week in practice, Quincy, I, I came to a practice at Calaveras here, and I and I talked to a couple of young men. The coach most of fields have been uh, good leaders of the team, and talked to them for a little bit. And I have that audio, so we'll play that for the folks at home um, at halftime, so they get to know a couple of these players. So I'm excited to share that with you all. Um, four minutes and 50 seconds here before kickoff. Um, looking looking at this Galt team, I talked with Coach Mosa, and. Although they've, they've struggled in the past couple of weeks, they run a shotgun formation with multiple backs in the backfield, which can sometimes be a little bit confusing for defenses because um, I think they've even at one point had three backs in the backfield behind a, a, a quarterback and shotgun. Well, what do you think that does to a defense when you have that many backs all going in different well, directions? That does a lot of confusion, like you said, right? you got to make sure there's a lot of misdirections. You have to be disciplined, especially on the defensive side. So we're hoping that um, from last week's victory, uh, what I've seen, the defense was held the uh, other team to, I think, was with, I can't remember the score off the top of my head, but 41-13 uh, was last week's victory. So defense definitely played a part in that. So I'm hoping that that continues tonight. Yeah, they're definitely going to need to have a good uh, defensive showing uh, from Calaveras. Above, if they're going to stop that offense, and, and, and sometimes that misdirection stuff can be tricky, um, but we shall see. It looks like uh, 3.40 left here before kickoff, and here come the Calaveras Red Hawks running out onto the field, and the crowd is showing their appreciation for their efforts. 
I mean, what a packed house, Coach. Unbelievable. Definitely standing room only here in San Andreas. We got about three minutes left. Looks like they're calling for captains. Both teams are at the 50-yard line. And it looks like uh, captains for Calaveras is going to be number five, Ryan McCurdy. Number 10, Tyler Brim. Number one, Joss Monzo. And number 66, Logan Converse. This is your Calaveras captains. Uh, last couple of weeks, I just found out I was in, in pregame warm-ups with the team. And Josh, number one, the quarterback, says his last name is Monzo, not Manzo. So I apologize for, for pronouncing it Manzo the last couple of weeks. It's Monzo. So Monzo, Manzo, potato, potato, tomato, yep. tomato. But let's not call the whole thing off because we got some live football coming up. Yes, <laughs> totally. And I'm excited about it, Coach. So both teams are in the 50-yard line. Officials are out there. Looks like we got a coin toss coming. The white hat, the official giving instructions. And there goes the coin toss. Looks like Calaveras wins the toss, but they will defer to the second half, which seems to be a popular thing amongst a lot of the teams here. So Calaveras will uh, start off with kickoff, and they'll start off on defense, and we'll get a real good look at that multiple back shotgun formation that Galt's going to run here. Um, they've got a pretty couple of pretty good running backs. Uh, so we're going to see real quick on this first drive how Calaveras' defense is going to handle that. And it looks like we've got the uh, national anthem here. So we'll stand by for the national anthem. All right, well done. The Calaveras High School Band's rendition of the national anthem. The American flag being brought out by a student on horseback. And this crowd is excited as we are for some high school varsity football here. Calaveras will start this game with their kickoff team taking the field. Ethan Porath is typically the kicker. He kicks the place kicks for PATs. He also kicks them away on kickoff, and he's running out on the field with the tee in his hand to get this game started. The Galt High School Warriors got their kickoff return team out there. They've got two men deep, and this game is moments away from kicking off. We appreciate you tuning in to KVGC Radio, 96.5 and 1340, the voice of the motherload. There's the whistle, and there's the kick. Ethan kicks it deep to the left part of the field. Galt picks it up. Receives it, takes off to his right, breaks one tackle, fights for a few more yards, and he may get to about the 25-yard line. Galt is wearing uh, their away white jerseys with black pants, red helmets, and the home team Calaveras team in their all-maroon jerseys and pants and uh, maroon helmets with the Vegas gold trim on the helmet. 
They'll send their, uh, Calaveras will send their defense out there where Galt will start off this drive in the game at first and 10 on their own 25-yard line. Looks like a no tight end set, two wings, quarterback in shotgun formation with a uh, running back uh, next to him. First and ten, whistles played, balls in play, puts a man in motion. He hands that man in motion, he runs sweep, makes one guy miss. Gets out to about the 26, maybe 27 for a gain of a couple. About second and eight coming up. The Calaveras defense did a good job of stringing that back inside and not letting them get to the outside there. So second and nine coming up for Galt. And here's that three running back set behind the quarterback and shotgun. Quarterback hands off to the one of that backs. It looks like a sweep right again. This time he has room. Has one guy to miss. Makes a miss. Still on his feet, but then gets drug out of bounds with a big run. About 20 yards off the right side and a sweep. Uh, Looks like uh, he stepped out of bounds a little bit before that. So maybe a gain of 18. They'll get to their 48-yard line. First and 10, Galt. This time they couldn't contain the outside there. Yeah, it's something we talked about earlier in the broadcast about that misdirection. So we've seen a little bit of it right there to the last play. So the quarterback is number zero. He's in shotgun again. And once again, misdirection on a counter trap play to number three. Uh, looked like he dropped the ball, but was able to pick it back up and maintain possession. He'll pick up a few yards. Uh, the Galt quarterback, number zero, is Roman Tapia. He's a junior. About 5'6", 155. Um, he's, he's shifty back there. He's got multiple backs. He looks like he's giving the one hands to another. So, uh, as Quincy was saying, that misdirection has got uh, Calaveras trying to figure things out now. That was about a gain of five. It's second and five now. Galt takes the snap. Once again, this time the quarterback wants to throw. He's rolling to his left, and he's going to be sacked. He's going to be sacked. Number 32, Caleb Spur was covering his side of the field, and he wasn't having any of that, and it's going to be a big loss. It seems like he came in untouched, Coach. Nice play by 32, untouched, about a loss of 10. So third and long coming up for Galt, third and 20. That quarterback tried rolling to his left. He was looking down the field, didn't have anybody open, and 32 Spur got in there to end the play. Nice defensive play. Third and 20, Galt's offense comes to the line of scrimmage. Tappy, the quarterback, once again in shotgun with three backs. He takes the snap, hands it off to three. Three runs off to the right side of the tackle sweep. He's got some room, but then it's finally brought down. Looks like by number three from Calaveras, Chris Ortega on a good tackle. He got about nine yards, so you're still looking at fourth and 11 for Gull at their own 47-yard line. Let's see what they do here. Looks like they are in a punt formation. And Calaveras does not have anybody deep back. Now they send in somebody deep back. 
We got 8.57 left here in the first quarter. And the snap is up. It's good. The punter has it. He kicks it away. Takes one bounce. And it's going to go out of bounds. Excellent punt. It's going to go out of bounds about the four-yard line of Calaveras. Uh, it was not... The receiver was not able to field it, and they got a good galt roll all the way down to the Calaveras four-yard line, and that's where Calaveras will set up their first offensive possession with 8.39 left here in the first quarter. Still no score. Calaveras coming up first and 10. Good defensive stand, though, after that big uh, running play for the uh, Calaveras defense to stop that drive. Yes, Coach, you know, that definitely set the tone for us tonight with the defensive stop. So first and 10, Calaveras from their own four. Monzo under center with two backs behind him. Puts a man in motion. He hands off to one of his backs right up the middle. He's hit right away, but second effort will give him a couple of yards. Probably looking at about a second and seven coming up, a gain of three. Monzo, the quarterback, gets the call from Coach Mosa, who calls the offensive plays. Calaveras gets to the line of scrimmage. Monzo under center, this time with just one single back behind him. He gets under center. Puts a man in motion. Takes a snap, hands to the motion man. They're going to run sweep around the right side. That's number 11. He makes one guy miss and is tackled by the second guy, but not before he gets to about the 11-yard line and a first down, Calaveras. That number 11 was Billy Peterson with a nice sweep around the right end. Great blocking to secure that edge. And Billy Peterson with a first down. First and 10, Calaveras from their own 11-yard line now. Monzo under center with two backs behind him. He takes the snap, hands off right up the middle. And he gets a couple of yards from effort, but not much there around the left side of the line was Caleb Spur. He was brought down immediately, maybe a gain of two. We're looking at second and eight coming up with 7.30 left here in the first quarter. Calaveras is moving from our left to right away from the uh, parking lot and trying to head to the other end zone. Second and eight. Monzo again under center. Again, he puts the man in motion. Hands it off to his running back. Up right tackle. And that's number 19, Cody Ferrante. He makes the first guy miss, cuts back inside, and gets a Calaveras first down. That's a nice game. Gets the ball all the way out to the Calaveras 33-yard line. First and 10, Calaveras. Good blocking up front. Ferrante made that first guy miss. After that, cut back inside and got a good gain out of that play. First and 10, Calaveras. Bonzo again under center with the two-back set behind him. He takes the snap. He hands it off to Billy Peterson again off the left side. And a nice shift jump move from Billy Peterson makes the guy miss. And he'll get about eight yards off that first down play. And I'm sure Calaveras will take that every time. Second and about two coming up. Ball all the way out now to the 41-yard line. Remember, folks, this drive started at their own four-yard line. 
Calaveras to the line of scrimmage. Monzo under center. Takes the snap, hands it to his up back. The fullback gets maybe right about two, depending on the spot. It's close to a first down. We'll see right here where they spot it. And it looks like it's enough for a first down. Good job, Calaveras. So first and ten. Ball at the Calaveras 44-yard line. 5.57 left here in the first quarter. And this offensive line instilling its will up front as the uh, Calaveras running game is showing what it's capable of. Monzo under center with a single back. He hands to a sweeping tail, uh, tailback. That's number 19 for Ronte again. He'll get about three yards. Should be second down coming up. Looks like four yards. Good run by Ferrante. Second and six coming up. Gets the ball to the Calaveras 48-yard line. Monzo brings in the call. Breaks the team out of the huddle. They get to the line of scrimmage. He's under center with a single back behind him. Puts a slot receiver in motion. Hands on that slot receiver. The sweep to the right side. That's Ferrante again. He makes a man miss. And he has enough for a first down. And he's all the way down to the 41-yard line of Galt. And now moving into the opposing team's territory here. First and 10, Calaveras. left here in the first quarter. Calaveras takes the offense. They're back on the line of scrimmage. Monzo under center. He takes the snap handoff right up the middle. Not a lot of room there. Big 74 from uh, Galt. Lyman makes the stop immediately. He might have got a yard. Second and nine coming up. So Calaveras, offense breaks the huddle, back to the line of scrimmage. Again, Monzo under center with two backs behind him. Looking at a second and nine. He hands off to Cody Ferrante off left tackle. He's hit immediately. He keeps battling. It takes two, three guys to finally bring him to a stop. They'll spot the ball about three more yards down there. So it'll be about a gain of three, maybe four. So we'll have about a third and six coming up. Good hard run by Ferrante and a good stop by that Galt defense with 3.38 left here in the first quarter. An important third and six coming up if Calaveras wants to keep trying to get down here and score on this opening drive. They get to the line of scrimmage. Monzo under center. Puts a man in motion. His right to left. And we got some illegal motion here. Looks like Calaveras offensive line jumped prior to the snap. And that's the call. Illegal motion, so they'll be moved. Or false starts, false start, excuse me. They'll be moved five yards back. So third and 11 with 3.16 left here in the first quarter. They've yet to pass on this drive. All runs, successful runs, but you would think... At third and 11, what's going to be the call here? Monzo wants to know the same. He runs to the sideline looking for a call from the coach. And it looks like we're going to get a timeout here. 
So timeout Calaveras says this is an important big third down as they take this opening drive, Quincy, from their own four-yard line and march all the way down to the Galt 43-yard line. And now are looking at a third and 11. they they got to take a timeout and make sure they get a good call here because you don't want to make a mistake at this juncture. Yes, definitely. Understandable, Coach. Uh, that penalty pushed us back. So I wonder what Mr. Uh, what Coach Moses is going to come up with. Like you said, we haven't passed the ball at all tonight. So maybe we'll see a pass out of this. Yeah, um, I, I know they have. Um, I know they have some in their playbook. I know that they're capable of doing it. Uh, the question is, is you know, which one do you drum up? And you know, I'm always a big play action fan myself. Yes. You know, what, you know, whatever you do good at running, you ought to have a, a, a pass play off of that same action. Uh, but uh, it's all about execution here at this point. Uh, the timeout is over. Calaveras' offense is back on the line of scrimmage, and Monzo is in shotgun formation with a single back with him back there. Third and 11. 2.56 left here in the first quarter. Big play. He takes the snap. He's looking to throw. Looks right. Throws to his back. It's complete. Number 32, Caleb Spur. He gets around the right end. He was the back that lined up in the backfield next to uh, Monzo. And he went out into the flat, received the pass, and they've got a first down. Big pickup. Big pickup. Like we just said earlier, you know, hey, pass play. Nice throw and catch from Monzo to Caleb Spur. That gives them a first down at the Galt High School's 30-yard line where Calaveras will continue their drive, which started on their four-yard line. Monzo goes under center with two backs behind him. Takes a snap, hands to his halfback, who runs right off tackle and is stopped immediately. He'd be lucky to get back to the line of scrimmage there as Galt defense tightened up on that play. 235 and counting left here in the first quarter. Second and 10. He looks like he did get back to the line of scrimmage. Monzo makes his call in the huddle. Calaveras to the line. He gets under center. He takes a snap. He hands off to Billy Peterson around the left end for sweep. And just makes one guy miss. And looks like he may have picked up five or six yards on that sweep to the left side. Depending on where they mark it. And looks like they're stopping the clock. We may have a Calaveras player down. There's a player down. We'll let you know who that is as soon as we know. There's two minutes and two seconds left here in the first quarter. And it's definitely a Calaveras player that's down on the far end of the football field, right on the sideline. At this point, we don't have a number. We'll be sure to get that to you as soon as we get it. Calaveras coaches are out there taking a look. The back did gain about five yards, so it looks like it will be about a third and five, third and five and a half coming up. Let's hope this young man is okay and is able to get up. If I was to take a guess, Coach, it looks like the back that previously carried the ball, Peterson, number 11. Check out 
They're still uh, taking a look at the back there, and it doesn't look like any of the coaches feel comfortable enough to to move them or to do anything, and they're going to call over a paramedic, unfortunately, to get a better look here. And we don't we don't want to jump to conclusions because again we don't know we didn't see the number. And as soon as we know, we'll let you know. And let's hope uh, let's hope this young man's all right. Looks like he's uh, was moving his arms and, and you know his upper torso, and he was he's making movements there. So it looks like some sort of injury in the lower part of the body, whether it's a an ankle or knee or any of that. We, we're not quite sure. Again, from on the home side of Calaveras, the injury occurred on the far side of the field on the visitor side. So really hard to see from this distance. Um, you know exactly who it is and exactly where he may be hurting, um, but he is getting the attention that he needs. As there's uh, paramedics out here, as they are in all football games, and he's getting it looked at right now. So the injured player still on the far end of the field. He's got a paramedic and a few coaches around him. They're uh, attending to him. The rest of the teams look to be uh, getting hydrated, waiting, uh, hoping just like us that this young man's going to be okay. The, one of the nice things about uh, the proximity as far as where Calaveras High School is located is there's literally a hospital right in town. Not to say that he needs that, but if he does need further attention, it is so close in, in proximity where the high school is. So that's at least a good thing that he'll get the attention that he needs almost immediately. He's still... Uh, on the ground, I'm kind of hoping to see. There's so many people around him; it's hard to see if we're gonna uh, if he's gonna try to get up or not. You hate to see this kind of thing at all. I mean, I've I've been. I've been coaching this game for 24 years, and in that time, I've seen, you know, some some minor injuries. I've seen some bad injuries, and no matter what, you don't want to see any injuries. But unfortunately, it's a physical game. Guys are running around at different angles. They're stopping. They're start restarting, and uh, you know, you hate to you hate to try to anticipate or guess what's going on here. But let's just hope it's nothing serious. Um, and let's hope he'll be able uh, to get up here. And to piggyback off of that, Coach, um, injuries happen at all levels. We also see it at the Pop Warner feeder program level also. 
So it looks like um, the golf team is starting to kind of re-stretch to stay loose, uh, which is a good idea. You don't, you don't want to get up in a situation where you've been sweating, you've been running, all those muscles are warm and ready to go, and then all of a sudden your body stops, and if it's for too long, then you got to go start again when it's time to start, and that could actually you know, you know, cause more injury if right. you don't get the muscles back to warming up again. Correct. So um, golf players look like they're getting in the line, kind of stretching out a little bit. Um, looks like Calaveras will probably start doing the same here. The paramedics and coaches are still tending to the injured player. And once again, as I mentioned, uh, he went down so fast, he kind of still laid on his back. So I wasn't able to, to get a for sure number on the young man. So let's let's uh, when we get that information, we'll certainly pass that along. So... Going into, uh, you know, when this all happened, we're still here in the first quarter with two minutes and two seconds left. There's no score in the game. Calavera started this drive at their own four-yard line and got the ball all the way to the 25-yard line of Galt. And a big third down is coming up next. It should be about a third and five when they resume play. And... Uh, the last third down was a big down, and, and Monzo was able to throw the ball and get the first down. And it looks like they may be up against uh, another big third down here at the 25-yard line, trying to get into that red zone and get a score here. Definitely, Coach. But everyone's main priority right now is the young man that's on the field. Yeah, the crowd has kind of quieted down a little bit. They're also in anticipation of hoping that he's okay. The temperature here in San Andreas right now is 69 degrees, so a little bit cool, but when you're out there running around and sweating, it can still feel pretty warm. And it looks like they are bringing the stretcher out. It looks like they're bringing the stretcher out to, to move this young man, and uh, they're going to probably take him in to get further evaluated, perhaps some x-rays, perhaps some MRIs, whatever he may need. Um, he's going to get that attention, um, which is a good thing. Hopefully a lot of this is uh, precautionary. Um, better to be safe than sorry. Um, with these types of injuries, you want to make sure that um, you're more safe than not safe and just assume the worst. And then that way, if it comes out where they didn't need to do all of this stuff, that's okay as long as he's okay. And hopefully we, uh, it's one of those scenarios. Um, we'll certainly uh, you know, hope for the, for the best for him. And like you said, Coach, uh, medical staff jumped on the injury immediately. Yeah, as so, soon as he went down... There, there were coaches running out there. He, he got help immediately. Looks like the paramedics have the stretcher out, so they're going to get him um, to go get further evaluated so that he can get the proper care that he needs. Um, again, those of you home listening, it's still the first quarter. Um, there's no score yet. Le uh, yet. It's 0-0 zero to zero with 2.02 left here in the first quarter. And uh, Calaveras had the ball. 
They had started the drive on their own four-yard line and marched the ball all the way down to the Galt 25-yard line uh, where they have a third and five that will be coming up here when play resumes, which looks like it should be momentarily. Looks like the uh, officials are uh, spread out and giving some instructions to both teams. You hate to see this kind of stuff anytime. And, uh, you know, all this season, you know, they've played five games, half the season gone. Knock on wood, no big injuries. And then and then going into game six, suddenly we have one. So it's unfortunate. Um, Calaveras will uh, be down a player here as he's going to get some help off the field. Um, he, he was part of the offensive uh uh, play on that last play, down on the far side of the field, he went down, he got help immediately, the paramedics are on the field with the stretcher, and it looks like they are trying to uh, maybe get him on there, or get, they're figuring out something right now as far as getting him moved, so that they can get him uh, to the hospital so he can get the care that he needs. Again, I'm just just uh, just guessing here, but from some of the movement I saw earlier, it looked like the player was moving his arms and moving his upper torso, and so that's those are all good signs as far as from a neurological perspective. So I'm hoping this is maybe something with just a, a an ankle or a knee or or some sort of uh, injury in that regard that that caused him to not be able to get up from that, and then nothing, and hopefully nothing more serious than that. Um, you hope for the best. Calaveras is now up, and they're starting to warm up. So the paramedics have uh, the stretcher out on the field. It's like there's some uh, movement over there. The uh, ambulance is driving onto the track right uh, next to the field. It looks like they're going to um, get him on the stretcher and, and get him over to the hospital. And just to reiterate what you said, Coach, um, medical attention is close proximity. Yeah, the drive to the hospital uh, from, from, from Calaveras High School is maybe five minutes, if that. If that. So it looks like they have them, I think they boarded them, they have them strapped aboard so they could ensure there's no type of, uh, you know, damage or any kind of neck or spine injury. Um, and then it looks like they're going to try to get them all lifted off that from that board onto the uh, stretcher there so they can get them over to the hospital and get looked at. An unfortunate uh, injury here towards the end of the first quarter here in San Andreas at Calaveras homecoming football game against Galt High School. <laughs> 
One of the Calaveras offensive players went down at the end of that offensive play. He's been down on the far end of the sideline, uh, being looked at by coaches and medical staff. And now the paramedic and ambulance is here, and it looks like uh, they're working uh, to get him transported over to go get looked at. As soon as we get any updates at all, we'll be sure to pass those along to all of you as we get updates. We don't want to give out any uh, wrong information. We don't want to guess. We don't want to do, you know, jump to conclusions. Uh, we want to make sure we provide you with the best information possible, um, which is why as, as frustrating it is to be like, well, who is it and what number and what happened and how's he doing? We want to know all those same things, too, and we'll let you know as soon as we do. Uh, but whoever it is and, and whatever happened and whatever the injury is, we certainly uh, want to give them our best that, that it's something not too bad. And Josh Monzo, the Calaveras quarterback, is throwing the ball. He's warming up. And... Sometimes this could be an emotional obstacle here, uh, Quincy, when you deal with one of your teammates going down and you feel for them, and then all of a sudden you realize, hey, wait a minute, this is homecoming. we still got a football game we're trying to win. That's tough. That's a mental aspect of this game, right? So with, with, with that in mind, you're going to have these Calaveras players that are warming up, throwing the ball, catching the ball, stretching and starting to uh, get their minds mentally in the direction of they've got to still play a football game here and execute um, what they've been working on all week in practice. So, again, if you're just tuning in, we thank you for tuning in. It's still first quarter here in San Andreas, Calaveras against Galt High School. With two minutes and two seconds left here in the first quarter. Calaveras started their offensive drive on their own four-yard line. And went on a long, methodical drive all the way down to the Galt 25-yard line. Where it's now third and five. And there's an unfortunate injury on the far side of the field. A Calaveras offensive player went down. He was unable to get up. Medical staff has been attending to him for the last several minutes. The paramedics are now on the field, and they look to have uh, the stretcher and are looking to get that young man over to, to, to the care that he needs. And everybody's heart is with that young man that he's going to be okay. So, so we're getting a little bit of info here as far as uh, the runner. I believe it was the runner who was running the ball, Quincy, as you mentioned, and uh, that was Billy Peterson. Um, as far as the extent, we'll, we'll leave that for, for another time and another day as far as what's occurred and what the injury was. We're so far away, but clearly it's something that he was unable to get back up on his own power. Um, and uh, he did look like he was moving his upper extremities. It looked like a lower body type injury. The medical staff is helping him to get moved so they can get him over to the hospital that he can get the care that he needs. Um, so with 2.02 left here in the first quarter, that's where we stand. Both teams look to be back to their sidelines and are trying to get warmed up um, because once they get um, 
Billy uh, into that ambulance so that he can go get his the care he needs, they're going to resume this football game, and these players are going to have to be ready to go. What well, was uh, once a pretty loud and boisterous crowd has gotten pretty quiet here as one of their uh, hometown players here, Billy Peterson, went down on the far side of the field after trying to run sweep around that left side and went down, sustained some sort of uh, injury to the lower part of his body and was unable to get up and now uh, is being attended to. And that's where we are right now at Frank Meyer Field here in San Andreas. We appreciate you for tuning in. Uh, don't go away. There's more football to come. Um, and it looks like... Uh, that it shouldn't be too far away based on what I'm seeing out here on the field right now with the officials talking to each team um, and the paramedics and the movement that's going on over there now. So, Coach, being a coach for 24 years, what are you telling your team on the sideline? Well, you know, right now what you're telling them is, is to stay focused. There's still a game that needs to be played. We have a game plan that we still need to execute. Um, our hearts are absolutely with, with our, our fallen player, but right now our mind's got to get back on the job that needs to be done. Um, we didn't come to practice all week and do all that running and do all that work to, to not see the fruition come out of it, right? right? I don't go to work all week to not get paid at right, the end of the yes. week, right? right. <laughs> so so, so it, it may sound a little brutal, right. but the, the bottom line is, is that, you know, the show must go on, as they say in Hollywood. And a lot of these young men, you know, especially the seniors, they're going to remember homecoming night. Definitely. They're going to remember the game. Definitely. They're going to remember all of these types of things. And as I said a lot of times in locker rooms and, and speeches to talking to players that, hey, let's make those good memories. So it looks like there's some movement, and it looks like they have him on the stretcher and moving off the field, and he's being taken into the ambulance as the crowd is showing their appreciation for who we believe is Billy Peterson, who ran sweep around that left side, got tackled on the far end of the field, and was unable to get up on his own power. And the Calaveras players, looks like the, almost a lot of the Calaveras players are all running over to the ambulance right before they're putting Billy in to, to show their appreciation of their fallen teammate. And uh, that's one of the things you love to see in, 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 in sports, the camaraderie and the fellowship yes. and these types of things. When something like this happens, um, you're not just teammates, you're brothers now, you're family. And letting each other know they got each other's back, man, no matter what. So, as I mentioned before, with all of that, immediately Calaveras' offense heads out to the field. They've got the ball at the Galt 25-yard line. There's two minutes and two seconds left here in the first quarter on a no-score game. Calaveras started this drive on their own four-yard line. And they now have marched all the way to the 25-yard line of Galt and a big, huge third-down play coming up. And it was just like that. They're saying bye to Billy and hoping he does good and, 
and is going to be okay, and immediately now they got to go execute a third down. So Calaveras is in the offensive huddle. Monzo gets the offensive call from Coach Mosa, and it looks like we're moments away to, to the action, being back going again. Third down and five. The Galt 25. Ethan Poor at the center, grabs a hold of the ball, and we're about to get back into the action here, folks. So Calaveras is uh, at the line of scrimmage. Monzo gets under center with two backs behind him. He takes the snap. He hands off to the sweep right. That's a spur. He makes one guy miss. Cuts back up the middle. Makes another guy miss. Gets down inside the five-yard line of Galtz. And a big run. And I believe that was number 22. That was uh, Ryan Clifton, actually, the sophomore, number 22, on a great cutback run. Gets it to the six-yard line. It's first and goal, Calaveras. 1.35 left here in the first quarter. Monzo again under center. Takes the snap, hands it off, and looks like there's a, they whistle play dead. And the referee is going to call offsides on the defense. Offsides on Galt. So at the six, that'll take the ball to the one-yard line here with 127 left here in the first quarter as Calaveras is trying to take the lead here. Well, they'll go half the distance here. So first and goal from the three-yard line with 127 left here in the first quarter. Calaveras huddled up. Monzo getting the offensive play. Uh-oh. They moved the ball back to the 11-yard line, and it looks like the white hat made a mistake, and it should have been movement on the offense, not the defense. So as opposed to being first and goal to three, it's now first and goal at the 11. Nonetheless, Monzo under center, puts the man in motion. Hands it off to the running back, Spur, who cuts back up the middle. He'll get a couple. Maybe one, he'll get to the 10-yard line. So second and goal from the 10-yard line. Calaveras trying to get in and score here from a drive that they started from their own 4-yard line and saw one of their comrades go down and be taken away in an ambulance. You'd think they want to get a touchdown here. Calaveras back to the line of scrimmage. Monzo under center. 41 seconds left here in the first quarter. Puts a man in motion. And looks like Galt jumped off sides. Let's double check and wait for the official call. And yes, it's off sides on the defense. Unless the white height changes the mind again. But let's see what happens. 35 seconds left here in the first quarter. The clock will run. Second and goal. Ball's at the five-yard line with 29 seconds. Clock's running. Monzo gets the call from Coach Mosa. They're still in the huddle. They run out to the line of scrimmage. 20 seconds left. Ball at the five. Monzo goes under center. Two backs behind him. 
He takes a snap, handoff off right tackle. That's Spur, and he's met by a wall of golf defenders, maybe back to the line of scrimmage, which was the five-yard line, and that's going to end the first quarter. So third and goal from the five-yard line is where Calaveras will start the second quarter. You're listening to KBGC Radio 96.5 and 1340, the voice of the mother load. End of the first quarter, 0-0. As we prepare for the second quarter, Quincy, i got to send a happy anniversary shout-out. Tomorrow on September 23rd, back in the year 2000, I married my wife, Anna. 23 years we've been married. I know she's at home listening. Um, Anna, happy anniversary, sweetheart. I love you. Congratulations, Coach. Thank you very much. So, that's the end of the first quarter. It's 0-0. Zero to zero. Uh, Second quarter is starting up. Both teams are switching sides of the field. Calaveras is, is knocking on the door to try to get the first score of the game here. It looks like it's going to be uh, third and goal from the five-yard line of Galt High School. They got five yards to go to try to get a score here on this very long drive that started on their own four-yard line. Both teams take the field. <laughs> Calaveras offense to the line of scrimmage. Third and five, or excuse me, third and goal from the five-yard line. Monzo under center. Puts the man in motion. He takes a snap, hands of the motion man, which is Ferrante. He'll get down inside, maybe to the three-yard line. He was not able to get in. And so now we're looking at fourth down and goal from about the, depending on where they mark it, it looks like about the, the two-yard line. Ferrante fought for those extra yards. So fourth and goal from the two-yard line, 11-34 here in the second quarter. And it doesn't look like there's any doubt at all that Coach Mosa is keeping his offensive team out there. They want a touchdown here. And Coach Mosa calls timeout. So 11-16 here in the second quarter. Calaveras offense looking to... Uh, Strike first here in a 0-0 ball game with the ball at the two-yard line and fourth and goal coming up. Coach, you you, you gotta you gotta think, you know. Coach Anderson's got to be grabbing this offensive line and saying, "Hey, we need this one. Two yards. This is too long of a drive. You know, they've come too far to come up empty here and, and, to, and to turn the ball over. They got to get a good push." And just like you said, Coach, I mean, they started the drive on their own four, right? So I, I definitely agree with that. Uh, I'm thinking Calaveras football. I'm looking at for a hard run up the middle somewhere. So here we go. Ball's back in play. Monzo under center with two backs behind him. Fourth and goal from the two. Ah. And an offensive lineman jumped prior to the snap. 
they're going to move back five yards. And let's see what he does here. Are they still going to go, or are they going to call the field goal team out? And speaking of that, Coach Anderson, uh, we just spoke of him, right? And to see his lineman jump like that, man, all you can do is just throw your hat in the it's, air. It's extremely frustrating, and I think he did exactly that. So fourth and goal now from the seven-yard line. Coach Mosa sends the offense back out there. Monzo goes under center. Big play. He takes a snap, hands off to the sweeping back, who tries to get the left side, and he's not going to get there. Colts defense was waiting for the sweep, and the young sophomore, Clifton, gets stopped at the 10-yard line where Calaveras will turn the ball over back to Galt. And what started from their four-yard line and took nearly a, a quarter and a half of a drive, and if they turn it over to Galt, Galt will start this drive first and 10 from their own 10-yard line with 11 minutes left here in the second quarter. Gall takes the snap. Their quarterback hands it off to the halfback, and he stopped immediately right at the line of scrimmage. Great defensive play by Ethan Porath, the defensive end on that defensive line for Calaveras, and he stopped them immediately. Second and ten coming up for Galt. Galt's quarterback, Roman Tapia, in shotgun with three running backs behind him. Yes, three. Hands off to one of them, and he's tackled immediately again for a loss. A loss of two, which will bring up a third and 12. Great play by that Calaveras defense once again. Looked like number 10, Tyler Brim, was in on that play. They tried one end. Porat said no. They tried the other. Brim said no. Covering both ends pretty darn good, like bookends, Calaveras defense. Third and 12 coming up. They take the snap. They try to run sweep. And he's bottled up immediately. Another loss of two. Back to the five-yard line, the Calaveras defense comes up big after the offense turned the ball over on downs. We'll have about a fourth and 15 coming up, and I can't imagine anything else but Galt's punt team coming out with 9.20 left here in the second quarter. Galt's punter, number uh, 21, Hunter Freeman, is at the very back of the end zone. Looking to take the snap and get a punt off here. Calavera sends one man deep. I believe that's the young man Clifton. Snap is good. Kick is moderate. Not bad. Gets a nice roll, though, and will roll all the way down to the Calaveras 42-yard line, and that's where the Calaveras Redhawks will take possession over and get that offense back onto the field. First and 10, Calaveras from their own 41-yard line with 8.47 left here in the second quarter and a no-score ball game, still 0-0. Zero to zero. And you think that that Calaveras offense has got to have a little chip on their shoulder after that last drive coming up empty. Definitely agree with that, Coach. So Monzo makes the, play, makes the call in the huddle. The offense gets to the line of scrimmage. Monzo gets under center. Takes the snap, hands off to Spur. 
who gets back to the line, and he's stopped immediately. Uh, maybe gets back to the line of scrimmage. Might even be a loss of one. Second down coming up. Not much there on the right side. Eight twenty-three and counting here in the second quarter. Calaveras has the football. They're moving from our right to left on a second down and ten. Monzo takes the snaps. He hands off to number nineteen Ferrante on a sweep to the right side and gets stopped immediately. That'll be a loss of about two or three yards. Nowhere to go there on that sweep. Third and long coming up, about a third and 13 for Calaveras. They had a couple of successful sweeps earlier in that last drive, and Galt's defense has made some adjustments and now has done a good job in stopping the sweep. Third and 13. Monzo goes back. And shotgun with one single back behind him. Double slot receivers for Calaveras. He takes a snap. He's looking to throw. He throws left, and the receiver falls down. He had a man, and the receiver slipped and went down, and it's incomplete as a result. Fourth down and long coming up. 7.27 here in the second quarter. He had a man wide open there, Quince, and, and if he would have stood on his feet, I think he would have completed that pass. Unfortunately, they did not. He slipped. It's incomplete. And now on 4th and 13, Monzo, who is up their quarterback and also their punter, is back in a punt formation. And the ball snapped over his head. Monzo picks it back up. He's taken off to his left. He continues to run. Looked like he was going to stop and throw. He kept running, but then he gets bottled up on his own 35-yard line, and that's where Galt Warriors will take over possession. First and 10 at the Calaveras 35-yard line, their best starting position of the game. Something I noticed, though, Coach, since the injury, man, both defenses have stepped it up. Definitely so. 0-0 ball game. 7-16 here left in the uh, second quarter. Galt now has the ball on the Calaveras 36-yard line. And Tapia is in shotgun. He pitches it off to a back to his left side, number three. And he breaks a tackle, gets around the edge, and gets all the way down to the Calaveras 23-yard line. And a big run for number three, Kaysen Jones. From Galt High School, he took the pitch from Tapia, got the left end, and got uh, about 13 yards on the play. Big play for Galt. It's first and 10. Tapia again in shotgun. Hands it off right up the middle. That back is carrying some defenders with him, and he's still going. Flags are on the field. He carried some Calaveras defenders all the way down to the 15. But we got some flags on the field. Let's let's hash this out and see what happens here. So a personal foul face mask on the Calaveras defense. That's only going to help this Galt drive, which started on the Calaveras 35-yard line. That's going to give them the ball all the way down to the 7-yard line of Calaveras. First and goal. At the Calaveras 7-yard line, Galt trying to break the seal of this game. 
quarterback and shotgun. He's looking to throw. And they blow, the referees blow it dead. False start on the offense. So they'll bring the ball five yards back. So it should be now first and goal from about the 12-yard line. Goal breaks the huddle. Go to the line of scrimmage. First and goal from the Calaveras 12-yard line. 6.30 left in the half. They take the snap and shotgun. He throws, and it's intercepted. It's intercepted by number 22. That's Clifton. He's got the left edge. Turns on the Jets. Still on his feet. Touchdown, Calaveras. What a play. Wow. That ball was intercepted at about the five-yard line. And number 22 of Calaveras, that's Ryan Clifton, turned on the Jets, took the sideline, made one other guy miss, and ran it back 95 yards for the first score of the game. What a play. Six fifteen left here in the second quarter. Calaveras goes up six to zero. Looks like uh, the PAT team is out on the field. Ferrante will hold. Porath will kick. The kick is up, and it is good. So Calaveras, with 6.15 left here in the second quarter, will take the lead 7-0 on a 95-yard interception touchdown return by number 22, Ryan Clifton, the young sophomore who was called up to the varsity team, and now you know one of the reasons why. Yes. Coach. Wow, I think that makes number five for him for the season, if I'm not mistaken. That was one heck of a ball. He uh, he read that quarterback's eyes. He saw he was looking to his right side. And as soon as that ball released, he jumped that route, hopped out on front of it, and took off running. So that makes the score. Calaveras 7, Galt 0, 6.15 left. Calaveras' kickoff team's out onto the field. Galt's kickoff return team's out on the field. They'll uh, be running from our left to right offensively. They have two men deep. We want to thank you for tuning in. You're listening to KBGC Radio, 96.5 and 1340, the voice of the motherload. The ball's kicked away. Galt receives it. Runs right back up the middle. He's got some room. Makes a man miss. Turns on the Jets, and he's gone. Number three, Kaysen Jones, one of their starting running backs, took that ball, ran right up the middle, made one guy miss, turned on the Jets, and suddenly 
We've got a we've got a ball game here, seven to six, as wow. Galt sends out the PAT squad. And folks, don't go anywhere because just like that, it can happen just like that. Wow. Such a big emotional turn of events. You had the big long drive that you started on your four. You had to turn it over. You finally get the ball back. Then you then Galt gets it. They're about to score. You get the big interception, and then now on the on the kickoff return, suddenly big we're back. Play. Thing, yeah, big <laughs> special team plays. So Galt looking for the PAT. The kick is up, and it's good. And we have a seven-seven ball game with six oh one left here in the second quarter. What a turn of events. That's how quickly it happens. 7-7 seven seven here at Calaveras. And I'm sure the special teams coach is uh, having a few words with that squad. Calaveras sends out their kick return team. Now you know why so many times we see kickoff teams do what we call squib kicks, where they kind of kick it low and hope the ball bounces around a little bit to try to prevent any big long runs. But that kick was a nice big deep kick to the deep back, and he had plenty of room, and he took it right up the middle and took it all the way down for a touchdown. So we've had... No score in almost a quarter and a half. And now we've had a 95-yard touchdown return for a touchdown by Calaveras. And then a subsequent kickoff return for a touchdown by Galt. All in the last minute, we've had two touchdowns happen. It's 7-7. Seven to seven. Galt here to kick it away. They kick it deep. And it's kicked into the end zone. And once it's kicked into the end zone in high school, it's an automatic touchback. So that ball will be brought out to the 20-yard uh, line, I believe, where Calaveras will bring their offense out first and 10 with exactly six minutes left here in the half in a 7-7 seven seven ball game. Calaveras on the line of scrimmage. Monzo, the quarterback, under center with a single back behind him. He takes the snap, and they try to run a little counter trap. Galt is not fooled. He gets stopped right away. Maybe a gain of one. Second and nine coming up. So the ball to the 21-yard line, second and nine, 5.35 on the clock and counting in a 7-7 ball game. Calaveras has the ball. They're moving from our right to left. They've had some success in this game running the football. Monzo under center. Puts a man in motion. And he looks to throw, and he's got a man, and it's incomplete. Just missed his uh, receiver, number three. Back to 
it looked like he was trying to run a fake uh, counter trap, which is the same play they ran on that first down. But instead of giving it to the back, they tried to run that slant to number three, Chris Ortega. But the ball was just a little bit too low, incomplete. So we got a third and nine from the Calaveras 21-yard line. 5-11 left here in the half. Monzo under center. He takes the snap. He hands off to a running back. That's Ferrante over to the right side. He cuts back up the middle. He's got room. One man to beat. He turns on the Jets. There he goes. Touchdown, Calaveras. What a play. He handed it off to Ferrante around the right side on a sweet play. The defense went over pursued. Ferrante cut back, turned on the Jets, and nobody was going to catch him after that. What a play. 4.56 left here in the second quarter. That'll give the Calaveras lead 13-7. to Wow, Coach. This is a football game, right? <laughs> big play after big play. Calaveras' PA team, PAT team is out on the field. Porath puts it up, kick is up, and it's no good. Looked like it was off to the right. So the score will remain 13-7. Calaveras has the lead on the long Cody Ferrante run. 4.56 left here in the second quarter. And as I mentioned, right before that play, Calaveras has had some success running the football, and they certainly did there on that one play. Quincy had that moving to that right side. That defense was pursuing so hard to stop that sweep, and then when he cut it back, he made so many guys miss. He was able to just take advantage of that, beat out one guy with his speed, and then there was no stopping him after that. It was no stopping him after that, Coach. I mean, he had enough. He was so open, man. He still could be running still to this day. <laughs> so Calaveras getting ready to kick off from our right to left. Gulf's return team is back. Uh, this time a little bit more of a squib kick. And it goes out of bounds. So the flag will come up. And I think uh, they learned from that last one. They learned from that last one not to kick it to deep to that number three who ran it back last time. So they tried to run the squib kick, which I think is a good move. Unfortunately, the ball took a funny bounce, went out of bounds. But Galt will start this drive from their own 35-yard line and not take it to the end zone as they did on the last kickoff. So I guess uh, that's the lesser of two evils if you're a Calaveras fan. So first and ten, um, actually uh, Galt will start the, yeah from the 35-yard line. They'll start off this drive first and 10, moving from our left to right. 4.56 left here in the second quarter. Galt is down 13-7 to to Calaveras. And here comes Galt with Tapia, the quarterback, and shotgun. He takes a snap. He hands it off at a counter trap to number two. There's a hole there. But then, oh, there's a ball loose. The ball's loose. Who's got it? Calaveras has it. Number two, Pontoya, ran the counter trap, made one man miss, but the second guy came in and caused the fumble. And Calaveras was there quickly to pick it up. First and ten, 
Going back the other way, Calaveras will start the drive at the Galt 42-yard line. With 4.48 left here in the second quarter. What a defensive play by Calaveras. Monzo under center, first and 10. He runs counter trap himself. Hands off to uh, number 32, Spur. He rips off about seven yards on a first down play. Second and three coming up. Nice run by Caleb Spur. 4.30 and counting before the half. Calaveras has the lead, 13-7. Calaveras back on the ball. Monzo under center with two backs behind him. Puts his slot receiver in motion. He hands to that slot receiver. It's sweep left to who else? That's number 22, the young man, Ryan Clifton, who had the big interception earlier. They put him in at that slot uh, wing type position, put him in motion, handed him the sweep play. He has enough for a first down, first and 10 from the Galt 30-yard line as Calaveras tries to add more points before the half. 4.09 left here in the second quarter. First and 10. Calaveras on the line of scrimmage. Monzo under center with a single back behind him. Puts a slot guy in motion. That's Ferrante. He hands off to Ferrante. Almost gets caught in the backfield. He takes off to the right edge. He's got some running room. And it looks like he'll pick up about nine yards on that play. A fantastic run. When you look like he almost got caught in the backfield, he ends up turning nothing into about a nine-yard gain. Well, it looks like there might have been a penalty. They're bringing this back. Didn't see the flag. But they're going to call holding on the offense. Well, yeah, it must, it must have been a spot foul from over there because they're moving the ball back to the 36-yard line of Galt. So it'll still be first down, but it'll be like first and 15 with 3.57 left here in the second quarter. Calaveras up 13-7 to as uh, they're trying to add to their lead here before going in at the half. It is homecoming, so a big homecoming halftime show coming up here at uh, Frank Meyer Field in San Andreas. Monzo goes back into shotgun with a single back. He hands to his sweeper, which is uh, number 22. And this time he gets caught up. They stopped Clifton this time before he could get the edge. Uh, he might have got back to the line of scrimmage. Second and 15 coming up as the clock moves. 340 in county. Quincy, what do you think? I'd like, I like to see maybe... maybe uh, them take a shot here with you know all the running and all the sweeping and everything that's been going on three minutes let's see what happens 321 second down Monzo under center he hands off to Ferrante Ferrante has some room up the middle he'll get a couple but then it's stopped after that third and about 12 coming up with 305 left in counting before the half I wouldn't be surprised if Coach Moster goes for a pass play on this one. Yeah, it looks like uh, the ball's at the Galt's 33-yard uh, line. It's about third and 13, 240 and counting. 
before the half. Calaveras has the lead, 13-7. Monzo's in shotgun with a single back behind him. Double slot receivers out there. Monzo goes back to pass. He's got pressure, and he's going to get stopped. He made the first guy miss. He's still on his feet. He doesn't want to go down. And the referees finally blow the whistle. Uh, he might have got back to the line of scrimmage, but that's about it. Fourth and long coming up. 2-11 and counting left here before the half. Let's see what uh, Coach Mosa decides to do here. Two minutes. Ball's exactly at the 35-yard line, and it's fourth and 15. And Monzo's still next to Coach Mosa talking to him. Wonder if they're going to just let this clock run out to give less time for Galt to do anything and then punt it. Not sure what they're doing here, but they are letting the clock run. And then I think Calaveras will get the delay of game, so they'll take the, the penalty on purpose here. And... and uh, will probably punt the football here. They just want to take more time off the clock to give less time for Galt. And looks like they're going to uh, fourth down in about 20. Coming up here from the Galt 40-yard line. So Monzo will go back in a punting formation with 126 left and a half. Calaveras has the lead, 13-7. The snap's good. Monzo kicks it away right up the middle. Number three touches it. It fumbles. The ball's loose. And let's see what they call it. Number seven from Galt picked it up. He got tackled immediately. And, it, and some could say it might have been right on the goal line. The officials are going to call it at the one. So very close play indeed. Galt will start this drive first and 10 from their own one-yard line. Nice kick by Monzo. Minute and 15 left here in the second quarter with a Calaveras lead of 13-7. to And now you wonder, Coach Clark, the D coordinator, maybe bring a little heat here, maybe try to make a, a tackle for a loss and maybe get a safety or something here, Quincy. The way the defense and the offense and everybody's been playing tonight, anything's possible tonight, Coach. So Ortega, the Galt quarterback in shotgun, he takes the snap, pitches it off to his left to number three, who's dangerous, and gets tackled up about the seven to eight-yard line. That number three is dangerous. He's the one that took off on that kickoff return and ran it back for a touchdown. So you got to know where he's at. So uh, second down, it was gain about six. Second and four. Galt back on the line. Ortega and shotgun. He hands it off again right up the middle. And he's tackled immediately. Nice play by Brim, number 10 there, to stop him immediately. He stopped him short of the first down. It'll be about third and two. 36 seconds left in the half. And Galt's still in the huddle. And the clock's rolling. And I think Galt finally calls a timeout with 27 seconds left. Third and two. The ball uh, right about their own eight-yard line. 
So deep down in their own end, and maybe they didn't call a timeout. It looks like maybe a call players just down on the field, on the far end of the field here. There's 27 seconds left. Calaveras has the lead, 13-7. to And what's been an extremely exciting big play game here, especially in the second quarter. So, yeah, it looks like a golf player went down, but he hops up immediately and limps off the field under his own power. That's a good sign to see that. So with 27 seconds left before the half, Galt has it third and two on deep in their own end of the field. Coach, it's been such an exciting game. I've seen some of the fans go to the session. They come back. It's like, what happened? <laughs> you missed all that because that, that, the tri-tip sandwiches are pretty good. Are pretty good. So Galt takes the snap, hands up right off the middle, and number 33 from Calaveras, Cody Paulson meets him in the backfield for a tackle for loss to ensure that he doesn't go anywhere. That's a loss of about four or five yards. So fourth down now. Fourth and six for Galt. 19 seconds left here in the game. Calaveras has the lead, 13 to seven. Ball's at about the six yard line. And you gotta wonder if I'm if I'm uh, Calaveras, maybe we're in this this area of the field. We like to bring a little bit of heat here if Galt decides they want to try to punt this out of there. Make some more big plays happen before the half. So the Calaveras defense or punt return team, defense slash punt return team. Meets with their coaches. They get their instructions. They take the field. Galt is lined up in a punt formation on their own six-yard line. It's fourth and about six. 19 seconds left. Galt snaps it. A little bit of a high snap, but he gets it. The punter's got to get out of there. He does get out of the end zone. Then he kicks it at the last second. Up high. Short kick, and it's down by Galt at about the 31-yard line with seven seconds left. The Galt punter grabbed it. It was a high snap, took off to his left, runs out of the end zone, got to the one- or two-yard line, and then kicked the ball and managed to get the kick away. And Galt downs it at the 31-yard line. So Calaveras will have the ball, first and ten, at the Galt 31-yard line. With seven seconds left in the game, we may have time for one play here to see if they can get down the field. What do you think, Coach Moses is going to go for it here? Absolutely, why not? So Calaveras' offense is on the field. Monzo's got him in the huddle. He makes the call. They approach the line of scrimmage. Monzo is in shotgun with one back. Double slot on both sides. He takes the snap. Looking to pass, he throws deep down the right-hand side. He's got a man and just misses him. Just misses him. Two seconds left. The ball is incomplete. You had four receivers. You had that interior slot guy that got open on the right-hand side, and he just missed him. Overthrown by maybe a yard or two. Uh Darn good football play there. They just missed it. So two seconds left. Calaveras has the lead, 13-7. to 
They have the ball. And what I will assume will be the last play of the half here. Ball's at the 31-yard line of Galt. Monzo again in double slot and shotgun. He takes the snap, looking to throw. He throws to the left this time. And it's incomplete. And that looked like a little bit of hook and ladder there. He threw to the wideout receiver who was running the hook, a back release out of the backfield, and it looked like there was going to be a little bit of hook and ladder, and it was open, Quincy. It was definitely open, Coach. Uh, wow. That, if, if he was able to complete that and get that pitch off, that might have been another Calaveras touchdown, but unfortunately for the Calaveras faithful, it falls incomplete, and that's going to be the half, folks. Uh, Calaveras takes the lead 13-7 to at halftime against the Galt Warriors here in San Andreas on their homecoming game. They head up to the locker room. Um, it'll be a 20-minute half. The clock's already running on that. They, it's normally 15, but they go an extra five minutes on homecoming because of all the special events that are happening. All the cheerleaders for Calaveras and Galt are now meeting in the middle of the field. They'll do their performance. The band will take care of their stuff. The, the homecoming uh, festivities will all come. Uh, we all thank you for tuning in. It's been a very exciting game. You're listening to KBGC Radio, 96.5 FM, 1340 AM, the voice of the mother Lowe. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, what we want to do here as these festivities happen, we're going to get set. Uh, earlier this week, Quincy, I came to practice um, and watch a Calaveras practice, and I spoke with a couple of players. And uh, we want to we want to get to know them a little bit and listen to what those players had to say. So I'm going to get that set up. And so for the listeners at home, we'll let you listen on that. We want to uh, introduce some of these players to you. So the first one. I talked to two players earlier this week, and the first one we talked to, and you may hear it, uh, yeah, in the background, there's a, their cheerleaders going there, but so uh, the first player we uh, we talked to a little bit, asked them some silly questions, and just to get to know them a little bit. Um, the first one was uh, number 19, uh, Cody Ferrante. And let's see what uh, Cody Ferrante had to say. Uh, Gil Beltsinger here, voice of Calaveras football. I'm with number 19, Cody Ferrante. He's a 5'8", 150-pound running back and defensive back. His parents are Rich and Karen Ferrante. He has a brother named Tyler. He's a junior this year. And after high school, he plans on pursuing his career as a firefighter. Um, Cody, thank you for being here and doing this. Um, let's jump right into it. Um, you have a favorite book or movie? My favorite book is Cat in the Hat, and my favorite movie is Step Brothers. All right. And um, who would you like to meet in real life? I'd love to meet Kevin Hart. Okay. Uh, what is the best gift you ever received? My parents bought me a very nice truck. All right. That's nice. Um, if you had a time machine, would you travel to the past or the future, and why? I would travel to the future just to see how things, and I ended up. All right. And what's the strangest thing you've ever eaten? Probably escargot. All right. I don't think I've ever tried that. I wasn't. It wasn't bad. Actually. All right. Um, 
What's the one thing you think you'll when you get older that you'll look back on and remember from this season? I think I remember as one of the funnest years of high school and my turning point in football. All right. And uh, last question, there's a lot of people out there uh, listening out there on Radio Land. Is there anybody out there you want to say hi or send a shout-out to? Send a shout-out to my brother. He's always supported me in my football career. Excellent. Well, Cody, thanks for spending a few minutes with us, and uh, good luck the rest of the season. Thank you. All right. So that was uh, Cody Ferrante, number 19. He's a uh, running back. He's had quite a game already here in the uh, first half, Quincy. A five foot eight, 150-pound uh, junior. So Calaveras and Coach Moser are going to be happy to have him back next year as well. So uh, our next player that we went out and talked to uh, earlier this week is uh, big number 77, uh, Ethan Porath. Uh, he's an offensive defensive lineman, 6'2", 215. He's a senior. He's one of the few seniors for Calaveras that is a four-year starter, started as, in the varsity team as a freshman. Um, that's hard to do, and, and, and he's, he's done it. Uh, so let's see what uh, old Ethan has to say with some of those same questions we asked him. Give out to your uh, voice of Calaveras football here uh, with Ethan Porath, number 77. Uh, Ethan's a six foot two, two 215-pound offensive lineman and defensive end. His parents are Brian and Liza Porath. He has a sister named Abigail. He is a senior this year in high school. And after high school, he plans on pursuing his uh, education and hopefully continue playing football at the next level. Um, Ethan, thanks for spending a few minutes with us. Uh, let's jump right into it. Um, do you have a favorite book or movie? I'd just say my favorite book is Diary of a Wimpy Kid, and I'm a big Marvel guy. Okay, yeah. all right. Um, who would you like to meet in real life? Ooh, Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. All right. Um, what is the best gift you ever received? Ooh, I have to say my truck that I got for my 16th birthday. All right, yeah. That seems like a common thing right yeah. now. Um, if you had a time machine... Would you travel to the past or the future, and why? I have to travel to the past to see some old relatives and friends. Very nice. Very nice. Okay. Yeah, what's the strangest thing you've ever eaten? Ooh, I have to say pineapple on pizza. Pineapple on pizza. That's yeah. a big debate these yeah. days. Did you like it? No. No? Okay. No. All right, so you're not a pineapple on pizza guy. No. That's good to know. Um, what's the one thing you think you'll look back on years from now and remember about this season? I think just the team in general. It's a really fun group of guys to work with and probably my favorite team that I've played with. All right, excellent. And last question, Ethan. Um, a lot of people out there listening to the radio, listening to the game this week. Anybody out there you want to say hi, send a shout-out to? Shout-out to my grandpa. He's my best friend. We always hang out. Probably one of the most important people in my life. All right, excellent. Well, uh, that was Ethan. Uh, poor out Ethan. Thank you very much for spending a few moments with us. Thank you. All right. So there you have it, Ethan Porath. I really like that last comment. A shout out to, to his grandfather out there. And, uh, that's one of the nice things uh, being able to do this, Quincy, is these young men, if they have family members that, that are, can't come all the way to San Andreas, they could tune in and, and listen to the game and hear how their uh, family member is doing. I like doing it. For, that's one of the big reasons why I like doing this. And it's definitely good for your seniors also too, right? Absolutely. So um, thanks, thanks, of course, to uh, to. Ethan and, and to um, 
uh, Cody for doing that. When I look down to Calaveras roster, I also you know let's let's look through some of those other players. Um, I went to the pregame today and and I spoke with number one, our quarterback Josh Monzo, not Manzo, so that was my uh, bad. Um, he's a quarterback and a defensive back. He's six foot three, two hundred pounds. He's also a junior, so he'll be back next year. There's number two, Dalton Reed, a wide receiver, defensive back, 5'10", 150 pounds. He's a junior, so he'll be back next year. Number three, Chris Ortega, that's made a couple of nice plays here in the first half. He's a tight end and a defensive end, 6'2", 175 pounds. He's a junior. He'll also be back next year. So the, the future looks good for a lot of these juniors that are getting varsity experience here. Um, there's number five, Ryan McCurdy. He's a running back, defensive back, 5'9", 175. He's a senior. Number six, Cruz Raymer, wide receiver, uh, defensive end, 5'10", 150 pounds. He's a junior. Number eight, Vincent Snyder, wide receiver, defensive back. He's a six foot 155 senior. Number nine, Adrian Urbina, running back, defensive back, 5'8", 150-pound senior. Number 10, Tyler Brim, who's made a few plays in this first half. He's a running back, linebacker, 5'10", 190-pound senior. Number 11, Billy Peterson, running back, defensive back, 5'7", 150. He's a senior, unfortunately. He was the one with the sustained injury earlier today. Let's hope Billy's going to be okay. Number 13, Matthew Ramos, running back, defensive back, 5'10", 175, junior. Number 16, Brendan Gaddow, tight end, defensive end, 6'2", 185-pound, junior. Number 19, Cody Ferrante. Running back, defensive back, five foot eight, hundred and fifty pound junior. He'll be back next year. He's had a heck of a first half here running the football. Number twenty, Miles May, running back, defensive end, five foot ten, hundred and seventy pound senior. Number twenty two, Ryan Clifton, who's who's made a name for himself these past couple of weeks running the football. Wide receiver, defensive back, five foot eight, hundred and forty pound sophomore. He'll be around the next couple of years. Number thirty two, Caden Spur. Running back, linebacker, five foot ten, hundred and eighty-five pound junior. Number thirty-three, Cody Paulson, the big boy, the fullback, linebacker, five ten, two hundred and five pounds. He's a sophomore, so Coach Mosel will be happy to have him the next couple of years. Mateo Brock, number fifty, offensive lineman, linebacker, five nine, hundred and ninety pound senior. Number fifty-three, Jared Frazier. Offensive line, defensive end, six foot, 175-pound junior. Number 55, Nathan Trong, offensive lineman, linebacker, five foot eight, 185-pound junior. Number 57, David Brookshire, offensive lineman, defensive lineman, six foot, 185-pound senior. Number 59, Zeke Bent, offensive lineman, defensive lineman, five nine, 220-pound junior. Harold Rummerfield, number 65, O-line, D-line, 6'2", 240, junior. I like to see those big bodies be juniors. That means they're all coming back again next year. Number 66, Logan Converse, O-line, D-line, 5'10", 180-pound junior. Number 68, Brian Clausen, O-line, D-line, 6'3", 275-pound junior. Number 69, Jorn Bowerson, O-line, D-line, 5'7", 225-pound junior. Number 71, Eduardo Espiritu, O-line, D-line, 5'10", 270-pound junior. 
Number 72, Andrew Converse, O-line, D-line, 6'4", 300-pound senior. Number 76, Jacob Ratto, O-line, D-line, 6'3", 240-pound junior. Number 77, Ethan Porath, O-line, D-line, 6'2", 215-pound senior. You heard from her early, him earlier. Number 79, Giovanni Martinez, O-line, D-line, 5'7", 305-pound junior. Number 80, Art Raymer, wide receiver, defensive back, 5'7", 135-pound junior. Number 92, Jacob Willis, O-line, D-line, 5'10", 235-pound senior. And that wraps up the rest of the roster for the Calaveras football team. Wanted to send a uh, love out to those guys, all those guys, Coach. You've been around the game long enough, you know, during the week, you need more than just those starting 11 guys, right? you got to have scout team. you got to have guys that are going to run plays. And so it takes an entire team to help this first, this first squad be ready to play their opponent each week, each and every week, week in, week out, knowing that at any moment you're helping your team, but at any moment one of these guys goes down with an injury, i got to be ready when my name is called, when my jersey is called. i got to get in there. Um, Quincy here, being the head coach of the varsity team down at the uh, Pop Warner at the youth level, the running the 7th, 8th grade team, um, and also being president of the league down there, uh, we've got about seven minutes left here before we'll start the second half. Quincy, maybe you could share um, a few moments with us and tell us, you know, how's it going down there with the Pop Warner as far as um, participation numbers and how many kids that have been coming in and those sort of stuff. Tell us a little bit about that. So definitely, Coach, uh, we are very uh, excited about our program. We have approximately, like you said, we have 135 football players this year. And that's from uh, Pop Warner, Junior Novice, Novice, all the way up to the 7th, 8th grade varsity teams. Uh, what I'm excited about is that I'm looking at some of these players, like you say, number 22, Ryan Clifton. That was also one of our players in the Pop Warner program. Uh, uh, Porth was also one of our players in the program. So, man, I find it really amazing to see these young men come through the program and then see them on Friday nights, man. It's really exciting. Also, with our cheerleaders, also part of our program, some of the young ladies and gentlemen in, in our cheer program also attending here tonight on homecoming. So that's what really makes it amazing about being a league rep, president, and head coach for 7th and 8th grade. You look forward to seeing these young men and women perform here on Saturday, Friday night. I, I think it's uh, last week I was speaking with uh, Les Orlandi, who, who's a coach and help us out. And I see him out there at the Pop Warner. I know he's got a kid that's still playing down there. He's got a kid in college playing. Um, I'm not coaching no more, but I still show up at some of the Pop Warner games and watch some games. Um, you're over here at the high school watching some of the high school games. And, and tell me about how you feel like living in a community where, like, it doesn't matter what level, everybody seems to be on the same page about football and community and coaching and supporting one another. Um, how's that been for you since you've been taking over the, the Pop Warner program? Calaveras Pride, right? Uh, being someone that didn't grow up in Calaveras, right? You learn real quick that Calaveras football is a big family. Uh, you got to go Big Red, right? Yes, right. <laughs> uh, also, I've learned one thing also, man. Some of the best tri-tip sandwiches in the motherland. <laughs> I remember we spoke about that again, right? But, you know, it's just amazing, like I said, man. Just seeing those young kids, you know, fifth grade, uh, fourth grade, and work their way all the way up through high school, and to see them on a Friday night at homecoming is just truly, truly amazing, man. Uh, beautiful community on both sides of the county, right? But also, um... Yeah, it looks like uh, we got about five minutes left here in the half. 
and uh, they're introducing the uh, the homecoming court. And uh, but but tell me more, Quincy, about uh, some of the young players. And and um, uh, I, I want to know a little bit about um, there was a time, and it wasn't too far off, you know, with with um, you know concussion stuff and COVID stuff, and the numbers start to fall dramatically. And then now these past couple of years, it's completely gone back the other way. Tell me a little bit about that transition and all of that. So what happened during that time, you know, with COVID and everything, and everybody was kind of didn't really have anything to do, right? And then once we got the opportunity to be able to get back on the field, man, you've seen the excitement from the community, right? The numbers were, were just uh, astronomical, right? Um, this year the program has grown so much that we have to actually kind of put players on a waiting list. And I've, that has never been really heard of wow. in Calaveras County. Yeah. But the excitement of football – being able to get out and do something, uh, the enjoyment, the support of everyone. I mean, those numbers are just growing and growing and growing and growing and growing. Uh, like we said, um, at first, like you said, the numbers were kind of slow, real low um, in previous years. But I don't know if what it was, but COVID happening. Everybody got behind the spirit. They got behind the football teams. They got, about, I mean, from top to bottom. And wow, it's just, right. it's just it's really grown. I've I've been around. I've gone down on Saturdays. I've watched some of the games um, at all the levels, and it's really exciting to see uh, such community support. And looks like they've just crowned homecoming queen. Wow! Wow! That's amazing. So. Um, Quincy, if I'm at home listening to this and I have a young man and I'm contemplating maybe next season if I should put my son and, and come out and, and do Pop Warner football, tell me a little something. If I, if I don't know anything, like how much is that going to cost me? What you know? What what what's the procedure there? When when should I sign them up? And what what's that look like? So usually, what happens? Um, our football signups start in the spring, right? Um, football is one of those things now. It's starting to be a year-round sport. So you sign them up in the spring. We usually start recruiting. We go to the different high school. We go to the different middle schools, excuse me, and elementary schools, talk to the teachers, talk to the PE teachers, seeing who's interested in playing football. Um, the cost is real, uh, I would say, compared to other programs and other organizations outside of the county, we have one of the lowest costs to be able to play football. Uh, for an individual to play, you're looking at $225. Okay. That's it. That, that's included. Uniform, helmet, shoulder pads, mouthpiece, get everything. socks, everything. Wow. Right? Okay. Uh, only thing we asked for the parents is have us give us some volunteer hours. Okay. That's it to make sure the program. But other than that, you're in. Okay. We're in. Uh, this year we topped off at 50 players per level. Wow. A lot of kids. Wow. A lot of kids. So we do encourage returning players hurry up to sign up because the roster fills up quick and those people that are new to the area we go to our website cjr.com uh, and sign up there all Very right easy all right excellent you say you should be looking to do that in the spring don't wait till football season don't to wait decide. till football season to start to sign up man as soon as you hear about sign ups or opening you need to jump on online or go to your school and say hey can i register for football okay well you heard them folks uh, cjr.com uh springtime if you're contemplating um signing um, your kid up to play to play football. I was about to say son, but I was out there, and I think I've seen a few girls out there playing. Am I right? Yes. 
Okay, yes, so there's yes, there's yes. no restrictions from that. No room. restrictions at all, man. If you yeah. want to play, playing your youth in, in our community, it's just meet that age group. That you go in. You come out and play football. That sounds fantastic. Excellent, Quincy. Thanks for uh, filling us in on on CGR and what's going down there. If you folks out there haven't been uh, to one of the games there, it's really a lot of fun. You ought to go down there on the Calaveras High Schools where they're having the games now. Um, it's on uh, Saturdays. Um, you could probably look up uh, the schedule on the website, right? First game's usually at 12.30, second game's at 2 o'clock, 4 o'clock, and then 6 o'clock. 12.30, 2, 4, and then the varsity at 6. Yep. And that's what Coach Quincy brings his guys out and does his thing. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, excellent. Thank you, sir, for uh, being here tonight and helping out well, and, and uh, let Good us know that. on this homecoming night, man. What a wonderful night. What a night to be in San Andreas. Uh, the clock is ticking down. It looks like both teams have uh, come out of the locker room and have retaken the field. It's a nice uh, 67 degrees outside here in beautiful Calaveras. It feels nice and cool. Which I like. I, I, I like to start to feel this cooler, what I call football weather. Here. Definitely football weather. So those of you uh, that maybe are just tuning in, we appreciate it. Um, you're listening to KVGC Radio, 96.5 FM, 1340 AM, the voice of the motherload. We appreciate you tuning in. This is Gil Valtierra and uh, Quincy Dyson live at Frank Meyer Field here in San Andreas, California at Calaveras High School where the Calaveras Redhawks has the lead, 13-7 over the visiting Galt Warriors. Uh, don't go away. Lots of exciting football waiting, I'm sure, in this second half. Uh, to recap that first half, a lot of the first quarter, Calaveras had held the ball for a long portion of it. They started on a long drive at their own four-yard line, moved it all the way down inside the Galt 25-yard line, had an injury, unfortunately, to one of their players that had to be taken off, and then ended up having to turn the ball over at the 10-yard line to Galt. And then after that, there were some big, huge plays. Calaveras had a 95-yard interception touchdown return by the young man, Clifton. And he, he started the scoring off. Then number three from, uh, from Galt returned the ensuing kickoff and ran it back for a touchdown. Since then, Calaveras responded and got another score on the board. They missed the extra point, and that's where we stand going in to start this third quarter. Calaveras has the lead 13-7 with the third quarter kickoff getting ready to start. And if you remember, in the first half, Calaveras had won the toss, but they deferred for the second half, so they will be receiving and starting off with the football here in the second half with about a minute and 20 left before they kick this ball off. Uh, both teams still kind of stretching out and warming up. Um, and they should be taking the field here momentarily. With one minute left, Quincy, what do you, what do you think... Uh, being off what you saw here in the first half, um, what do you think the, the Calaveras coaches told their team in the locker room coming down up 13-7? to seven? I think they told them, hey, just keep pounding the ball. 
from what I've seen, right? Mm -hmm. Just keep pounding the ball, keep pounding the ball. I mean, it's Calaveras football. Uh, they love to run. So, I, knowing Coach Mosa, he's saying, yes, we're going to keep running the ball. Yeah, and they, they definitely had some success uh, running the football. Uh, some big runs uh, by uh, Clifton. And um, so, yeah, looks like we're about to start. So it looks like the clock's ticking down. We're about to start the kickoff of the second half. I know the uh, homecoming queen was Paige Johnson. Not sure on the king yet. We're waiting to, to hear from that. Uh, we'll let you know as soon as we do. But Paige Johnson, congratulations to her homecoming queen, 2023 of Calaveras High School. Both teams have taken the field. They've reset the clock to 12 minutes here in the third quarter. Calaveras has their kickoff return team on the field with two men deep, right about the five-yard line. Galt has sent their kickoff team out onto the field. They've got the ball teed up. There's the whistle. And second half coming up. And there's the kick. They kick it deep. Calaveras receives it at about the 10-yard line. He takes it up the middle. Big hole up the middle. There goes Ferrante. And he's finally pushed out of bounds at the 47-yard line. What a huge return to start off the second half. And that's where Calaveras' offense will take over and start this second-half drive. First and 10 at the 47-yard line. What a big return. Monzo gets the call. Calaveras will approach the line of scrimmage. And first play of the second half here with great field position. Monzo under center with two backs behind him. He takes the snap, pitches it off to his right. That's Ferrante. He's trying to get the edge on the right-hand side. Gets hit. And he might have gotten one good defense there by the Galt Warriors. He tried getting to the edge. They stopped him before he could do it. Uh, he got one, maybe two. It'll be about a second and nine coming up here. Good defense by Galt there. Ferrante, as much as he's been running the ball, he's going to have to have a nice good ice bath after this game. 11-15 and counting. Monzo's got the offense ready. He's under center. Two backs behind him. He takes a snap, pitches it this time to the left side. That's Ferrante again. This time he gets a little bit more than a couple yards. Gets about four or five yards. It'll be third down and four coming up. At the Gulf 47-yard line. 
So they went sweep to Ferrante right, sweep to Ferrante left. And now they have a third and four at the Galt 47-yard line. Monzo gets under center, two backs behind him. Takes the snap, pitches it to Ferrante again. Quickly reverses field. He tried getting to the right edge and had about six defenders waiting on him. He quickly reversed field, and it looked like he might have turned it into a big play, but he gets stopped. Loss of a couple yards. It's going to be fourth and nine. He tried to turn nothing into something, and it almost looked like it was going to work, but Galt played good defense there and made the stop. Uh, Just under 10 minutes at 9.57 left here. Fourth and nine. Calaveras on their own. 48-yard line, they're lined up in a punt formation. Monzo deep to kick. Snaps good. Balls away. Kicks right down the middle. There's number three. He's dangerous. And he stays away from it. And Calaveras will finally down it at about the 17-yard line of Galt, where Galt will take over first and 10. From their own 17-yard line with 9.33 left here in the third. Quincy, you think we're going to see anything different from the Galt's offense here in the second half? I'm thinking it's going to be pretty much more of the same. Okay. Let's see what we got here. Galt lines up. Their quarterback once again in shotgun formation with those three backs behind him. He takes the snap, hands it off to number two, tries the left edge. He's got some room. Calaveras finally catches up with them, and they make the tackle after a gain of about two. Second and about eight coming up. Yeah, from the Calaveras defense, I want to know where number three, Cason Jones, is lined up because that's the guy that's had some big plays on him. Once again, Ortega, the quarterback, or excuse me, Tapia, the quarterback, he's in shock, and he hands it off to number two. They try the left edge again, and there's nowhere to go as a wall of Calaveras Redhawk defenders are waiting on him, and he'll lose a couple of yards on that play. So about third and 11 coming up for Galt. On their own 12-yard line with 8.30 left here in the third quarter in a 13-7 ball game. Galt breaks out of the huddle. They get to the line of scrimmage. Tapia, their quarterback's in shotgun. He takes the snap, hands it off. This time they try the right side. That's number three. He makes one guy miss. He finds the edge on the right side. Cuts back inside. Makes a man miss. And he's going to go all the way. Number three, Kaysen Jones on an 85-yard touchdown run. And right when I'm talking about where's number three lined up, he takes off around the right edge, gets to the end zone 85 yards later. Whoa, that happened fast. Like you asked me earlier, Coach, what do you think Galt is going to do? And I said more than the same. Yeah, find, find number three. Find number three. So Galt uh, sends their PAT team out onto the field. 
Number 21, Hunter Freeman, looking to kick it. Kicks away, and the kick is good. And so the Galt High School Warriors, with 8.01 left here in the third quarter, have taken the lead 14-13 on the backs of number three, Kaysen Jones, in a huge 80-plus yard run around that right edge. Once he got the edge and he cut back in the middle, he made that free safety miss and cut back up into the middle, and then it just turned on the Jets, and he was gone from there. Calaveras' defense is definitely going to need to make some adjustments and know where he's lined up at because both the scores that Galt has on the board are a result of number three touching the football. So Calaveras' return team is out on the field. They have two-man deep. Galt has the ball teed up. They're ready to kick off. There goes the whistle. Here comes the kick. The kick is deep. It's caught. I think, believe that's 19 for Ronte. He spins, makes a guy move. He makes one guy miss. He takes off to his right side, and he was one defender away from taking off for a touchdown himself. But that defender makes the play. But what a great run back once again by number 19. He gets the ball all the way down to the Calaveras 37-yard line. That was Cody Ferrante, and what a game he's having. So first and 10. Balls at the Calaveras 37-yard line. They're moving from our right to left, trying to get to that south scoreboard side of the end zone. Monzo under center. And they blow the ball dead. Probably have some illegal movement prior to the snap. Well, he called offside on the defense, but he's done that once before. I'm going to, I'm going to, well, no, they moved the ball. I was going to withhold judgment until I, he might have changed his mind, but it looks like, in fact, they called offsides on the defense. So, nonetheless, Calaveras will move up five yards. It'll be first and five from their own 42-yard line. Monzo under center, puts a man in motion, he hands to that man, that's Ferrante, he's trying the left side, and this time not much room there as Galt's defenders were waiting on him, he might have got back to the line of scrimmage, not much more, second down coming up. Seven forty-six left here in the third quarter, and Calaveras down fourteen to thirteen. The only difference, the missed PAT there in the second quarter. So second and five, Calaveras with the ball in their own forty-two. Monzo under center, and looks like we're going to get another false start. And this is this has been in the past several weeks. This has been one of Calaveras' issues is, is some of the penalties, Quincy, and uh, how they could kill drives. So they'll move back five yards. Calaveras will be looking at a second and ten. 
Ball at their own 37-yard line. Second and 10 with 7.35 here in the third quarter. Clock's moving. Monzo under center. Takes a snap. Hand off up the middle. Nice run there. Looks like 32. Spur tries the left tackle. He got about four or five yards there. Made the first guy miss. And then uh, just through sheer effort, gains a couple more yards after contact. And so we got about a third and five coming up here with the ball in Calaveras' 42-yard line. Calaveras ready. Monzo under center. Two backs behind him. He takes the snap. Hands off. We got a sweep left. And that looks like Clifton, the young sophomore, number 22. He gets the left edge for about seven yards, and that's going to be a first down Calaveras. They get the ball just over the 50-yard line, so they'll have a first and 10 at the Galt 49-yard line. Once again, Monzo goes under center with two backs behind him. Puts a man in motion. Hands off to number 19, Cody Ferrante, who gets hit immediately in the backfield as soon as he got the ball. And that's probably going to be a loss of two. As soon as he touched the ball, he was hit immediately. Not, not much room to go anywhere there. Good defense by the Galt defense there as they're waiting on Cody Ferrante, who's had a huge game already thus far. So second and 12 coming up. Speaking of that football weather, Coach, I'm starting to notice some of the coaches and cheerleaders are putting on light jackets. Well, there you go. Monzo under center, second and 12. There's the snap. He hands off around the left edge again. That's Clifton again. Cuts back up the middle. Makes a man miss. Turns on the Jets. Touchdown, Calaveras. What a play. Young number 22. Ryan Clifton got the left edge. He had one guy to beat. He cut back underneath in the middle and took it to the house. Did you say he's a sophomore? Coach? Sophomore. Wow. Nice play around the left edge. And that's the thing about this Calaveras running game. It's a loss of two, a gain of few, and then all of a sudden, boom, 40-yard run touchdown. So because of that one-point difference in the missed PAT in the second quarter, Coach Mosa has elected to keep the offense out there, and they're going to go for two here on this extra point. Monzo under center. Puts a man in motion. He takes a snap. He rolls out to his left. There's nobody there. He'll walk in untouched on the bootleg. The naked bootleg fooled the entire goal defense, and Monzo goes in untouched for the successful two-point conversion. And the Calaveras Redhawks will take the lead 21-14 with 5.31 left here in the third quarter. What a great sequence of plays there, these last couple of plays for Calaveras. Wow, Coach. Truly amazing. Let me say it, when you go to the concession stand, you come back, you're like, what happened? <laughs> 22, Ryan Clifton is what happened on that last drive. The young sophomore 
the last couple of weeks has been doing a fantastic job of running the ball. He just seems to have a knack for finding the open spots and understanding where the defense is and what he's going to do to get into that open spot and makes the right cut at the right time. And, of course, it helps to have some pretty darn good speed to finish off that run and head to the end zone. So Calaveras ready to kick off. They have the lead. They've regained the lead, 21-14. to 14. They kick the ball deep away from number three. That's probably a smart move. But number 15 has it. He makes a couple of guys miss, but gets up to about the 33-yard line, and it'll be first and 10, and Galt will start from their own 33-yard line. Uh, nice coverage there by the Calaveras kickoff team. Yeah, there was two deep guys, 15 and 3, and Ethan Porat, the kicker, very intelligently kicked it to 15. You do not want to let 3 touch the ball. So Galt will start the ball first and 10. Shotgun, there's the snap, and that's number 3. He's trying to get to the right edge, and number 11, is that 11? No, number 10, excuse me, Tyler Brim from the Calaveras defense was not having it. He did not want three to get started. He stopped him immediately in the backfield for a loss of five, second and 15. Great defensive play. Just under five minutes left here in the third quarter. Calaveras has the lead, 21 to 14. Looking for a defensive stop here. Galt has the ball. They're moving from our left to right. Ortega, or uh, excuse me, Tappy in the shotgun. He hands it off to number two. There's a big hole there. So he gets about five yards. There's a big hole at the point of attack. But Calavera's defense did a good job to close it up immediately and make the play. So he gets back to the original line of scrimmage. Looking out, now a third and ten. Galt from their own 33-yard line. With 4.20 and counting left here in the third quarter, down 21-14. to 14. Tapia, the quarterback, and shotgun. Three backs behind him. There's the snap. He hands it off to that uh, halfback right behind him who runs the ball right up the middle. He gets about five yards and then is stopped. So we're going to have a fourth and about four or five coming up. I mean, Quincy, that, that to me, it's tough because that back's lined up five yards behind the line of scrimmage, and by the time they hand it to him, he's got to run five, just get the back line of scrimmage. So that was a five-yard net run, but really, that was a 10-yard run. Yes, Coach, definitely. That's, that's, a, that's a tough ass there tough for that running back just based off formation. But nonetheless, that's their offense. Galt lines up again in the same formation. It's now fourth and five. They take the snap. It's the same play, and he breaks a tackle. And now he's got a first down and more. So that's going to be a first down goal. Looks like uh, number nine, Jalen Brooks. He's a six foot, 210 running back. He lines up as the deepest back behind the quarterback in like that pistol type formation. He once again gets the ball off left tackle. Once again, makes the first guy miss, but not the second guy as he's tackled by Brim, 
at about the Calaveras 45-yard line. Second down and eight coming up. So now number nine, Jalen Brooks, getting in on the action for Galt High School. You still got to wonder when number three is going to get it. They got to know where he's lined up. Once again, in that shotgun formation, is Tapia, the quarterback. He takes a snap and hands it off to number three. He gets it off right tackle. And a great job by number 77, Ethan Porath, as he comes up to make the stop there. He gets a couple of yards. But when you could stop number three for a couple of yards, you did a darn good job. So third and four coming up for Galt. The ball is at about the Calaveras 41-yard line with 2.19 left here in the third. Tapia and shotgun. He takes a snap. Hands off to big number nine. And he's stopped almost immediately. He's going to be short. Good defense by the Calaveras defensive line and a couple filling linebackers there. I saw Brim in there. Seen Jordan in there. Had some guys right in the backfield. We're going to have about a fourth and one and a half coming up. 150 left here in the third quarter. Number nine has been a bruising back on this drive. Big body that the Calaveras defense have had to contend with. They go the big body with number nine and the quick body with number three. Shotgun. This time Tappy is back to pass. He's got pressure. He takes off to his right side but gets out of bounds. And that's going to be for a loss. And it's going to be a turnover on downs. Calaveras football. Number zero, the quarterback, Roman Tapia, looked like he wanted to throw the football on the fourth and short. Took off to his right side. Headed straight to the sideline. And Calaveras stopped him before he could get to the, the first down marker. And it's first down, Calaveras. First down, Calaveras, coach. Like you said, he's looking downfield, but it looked, looked like nothing was open. So first and 10, Calaveras will take over on their own 42-yard line with a minute and 29 left here in the third quarter, and they have the lead, 21-14. Monzo goes under center. He takes a snap, hands it off to Paulson, 33, the big fullback. He'll get a couple, uh, maybe to the 45, maybe a gain of three. We'll have second and seven coming up with 116 and counting left here in the third quarter. Calaveras approaches the line of scrimmage. Monzo goes under center with two backs behind him. Puts a man in motion. Snaps the ball. Hands to that man. That's 22 Clifton. He cuts back again. Once again got the left edge. Cut back inside as the defender started to over-pursue. Found that empty spot and got a nice gain of about six or seven yards. And a first down Calaveras. So Calaveras gets the ball to the Galt side of the field. They'll start here first and 10 at the Galt 46-yard line with about 35 seconds left here in the third quarter. Monzo under center, two backs behind him. They're moving from our right to left. Puts a man in motion. He snaps, hands it right up the middle, and Galt was waiting on him. No fooling the middle of that Galt defense. Maybe a loss of a yard. It'll be second and 11 coming up. And that'll probably be the quarter as we go down to 10, under 10 seconds. And it doesn't look like Coach Mosa is in any hurry to get a playoff here. 
And that'll do it. So, end of the third quarter. Calaveras has the lead in the ball. They have the lead 21-14. to 14. The ball is on the Gulf side of the field at the 47-yard uh, line. Well, they'll have the ball, and they'll look to go down the field and try to add to their lead and put this game away as they're up only one score. And I hi highly doubt that Coach is comfortable at this point with some of the big plays that Gulf's been able to put up offensively. Like we said all night, Coach, you, you go to concession stand, you might come back and say, what happened? That's right. You're listening here, uh, end of the third quarter, you're listening to KBGC Radio, 96.5 and 1340, the voice of the mother load. We thank you for tuning in. It is the end of the third quarter. We're getting ready to start the fourth quarter. Homecoming night here at Frank Meyer Field in San Andreas as the Calaveras Redhawks have the lead, 21-14. to 14. They have the ball. Both teams are now going to switch sides. It'll be a second and 11 for Calaveras. And they'll have the ball at the Galt side of the field, a 47-yard line, and they'll be now moving from our left to right to that north side of the end zone as they're going to be trying to add to their lead. Calaveras has their offense on the field. They're on the ball, lined up, ready to run their play. Monzo goes under center with a single back behind him. He puts a man in motion. That's Clifton. He gives to Clifton, who gives to the opposing backs a reverse play. He takes off, and not much there, but he got a few yards there. They gave it to that left side to uh, Clifton, and he's gotten such big yardage plays off of that. What a great call to call the reverse and hoping that defense is jumping on 22. Uh, unfortunately, the Galt defense stood home and they were disciplined on the other side. They got maybe three yards out of it. So third down here and seven. Nice little reverse play there. So third and seven. Offense is ready to go. Monzo under center. He takes the snap. He pitches it to Ferrante who takes off to the right side. And he's stopped almost immediately by number 54 from Galt. On a nice defensive play by 54, that's Jose Ponce, the six foot two, 210-pound defensive end. Nice play to make the stop there on Ferrante. So third down coming up. Looks like third in about six. Excuse me, fourth down at six. Monzo under center. Takes the snap. Hands to Ferrante. It looked like he was going to try to get the right edge. Decided to cut back up the middle. He's close to the first down, but it looks like he's going to be about a yard short. And it depends on where they spot it. And referees are indicating that they are short. And it's going to be a turnover on downs as Ferrante just falls one yard short of that first down. And so the Calaveras defense will take the field. And the Galt offense... We'll take over on downs. It'll be first and 10 at their own 37-yard line with 10.40 left here in the game. Only down one score, 21-14. to 14. Roman Tapia, the quarterback, in shotgun. He's got big number nine behind him and number three next to him. And he gives the number three on the counter trap who makes the first guy miss. And boy, that was dangerous. What a play by 22 
Ryan was that Clifton? Ryan, what a defensive play by that young man. Number three is dangerous with the ball. He made one guy miss, went into a spin move, had only one guy to contend with, and that was Clifton, and Clifton made a great tackle to stop three in his tracks. No gain at all, second and ten coming up. Galt huddles up. They get their play called. They get up to the line of scrimmage. It's second and ten. Tappy, the quarterback, in that same formation, uh, motion shotgun. Hands off the three to that right edge again. And again, he's stopped immediately into the backfield. That's number five, Ryan McCurdy, who saw him come in and made the stop for a loss of five. Third and 15. Great defensive effort by McCurdy. Jumping into that big backfield and stopping the sweep play. Third and 15. Galton shotgun. There's the snap. They hand off to that big number nine. Breaks one tackle. The ball's loose. The ball's loose. <laughs> Let's see who got it. And it looks like Galt was able to recover it. Injured play it on. Seems like a Galt player's down. Number That's nine. Uh, number nine. Glad to see the young man able to get up under his own power. So Galt's big running back, number nine, <coughs> excuse me, takes a handoff, gets hit immediately. The ball ends up on the ground, but luckily for Galt, they were able to get uh, retain possession of it. But they're looking at a fourth and long now, fourth and 15. The ball back at their own 33-yard line. Uh, fourth and 15, they're lined up in a punt formation. Calaveras is lined up. They send one guy deep back. That's 22, Clifton. Balls away. Clifton catches it. He runs right up the middle. Cuts over to his right side. He's got room. There he goes. Touchdown, Calaveras. What a play. What a play. <laughs> 22, Ryan Clifton. Went back to receive the kick, the punt return. He gets about a 60-yard return for a touchdown. Great blocking on that right side of the field on the right edge. He had one guy to beat. And he wasn't going to let him catch him. He turned on the Jets and went all the way to the house for a touchdown. And I believe that's his third of the day. He had a touchdown return on an interception, now on special teams, and then he ran one in offensively. So he's done it. Offensively, defensively, and in special teams, all three phases of the game. From a sophomore, you can't ask for much more than that. Wow, Coach. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, the PAT is up and good. I believe. Did he, make, did he hit the kick? PAT is good. 
All right. So 8.41 left in the game. And the score, they have 27. I'm, I'm wondering if the PAT was good. That should be 28. Let me find out here for you. So I stand corrected. The PAT was missed. So it's 27 to 14 Calaveras with 8.41 left here in the game in the fourth quarter. Calaveras kicks it deep. It's picked up by number three. And Brim gets all over him. What a play. And the referee's going to throw a flag on Brim for maybe getting a little too rambunctious at the end of that tackle. Uh, we'll leave that for the fans that have their opinion about it. One, nonetheless, uh, Calavera scored a touchdown on the big punt return by uh, Clifton. There's 8.36 left here in the game, and they have the lead 27-14. to 14. So Galt will come out and start off first and 10. They did throw the flag on Calaveras for uh, unsportsmanlike or, or unnecessary roughness, however you want to describe it. So they'll move the football 15 more yards down the field in Galt's favor. Where Galt will start off first and 10 at their own 43-yard line, moving from our right to left with 8.36 left in the game. Tapia starts off in shotgun. There's the snap. He's looking to pass. He throws a screen pass to his right, complete the 21. And he's tackled and pushed out of bounds almost immediately. Not much of a gain there. Tapia, the quarterback, completed it to Hunter Freeman in a nice little screen play off to the right. But Calaveras was not fooled by that screen. They push him out of bounds almost immediately. He got back to the line of scrimmage. So now you're looking at about uh, a second and nine. He might have got one yard. Once again, Galt back on the line of scrimmage. Tapia and shotgun. There's the snap. He's looking to throw. This time he throws again to number seven. It's complete on the left side. He's got speed, but he's tackled right away. Nice tackle by number three, Chris Ortega who then gets back up and goes right back down immediately. I don't know if he pulled a muscle or did something there. He made a great defensive play and a tackle on that ball carrier. And when he got back up, he took about two steps and had to go back down. But he's back up already. I think he might be cramping or something of that nature. But he walks off under his own power after he made a great defensive play. 7.46 left here in the fourth quarter. Calaveras has the lead, 27-14. to 14, Trying to win two games in a row before they head off to Tuolumne next week against Somerville to start off Motherload League play. So the clock's running. Galt has the ball. At their own 39-yard line, it's second down and 15. 
Tapia, the quarterback, takes the snap. He's looking to throw. Takes off to his right. He throws. Complete the 21. He takes off to his right. Cuts back in the middle. And once again, the Calaveras defense is stingy. Makes a nice open field tackle. He might have got back to the line of scrimmage. Maybe another yard for a gain of about six. And now we'll have third and nine coming up. And Quincy, the defense there, the outside-in guys did a good job by staying outside. The inside-out guys did a good job staying inside. And then they just kind of converged on them where the runner had nowhere to go. That Calaveras defense is definitely tightened up. So Galt back on the line of scrimmage looking at a third and nine. Quarterback's in shotgun. He takes a snap looking to throw. Takes off to his left. He's got pressure. Runs off to the left. He avoids it. Makes one guy miss. And then he's tackled. Number 10, Brim, makes the play. So the quarterback took off, had no one to throw to, gets tackled. It's going to be about a fourth and four. Coming up, Galt takes a timeout so they can discuss with their coaches what they want to do. Looking at some final scores around the league, Somerville over Modesto Christian, 49-12. to That's going to be uh, that's a big score. Modesto Christian's a pretty good football team. And Somerville put 49 on them, and that's where Calaveras is headed next week up to Tuolumne to start Motherload uh, League play against Somerville. So Somerville over Modesto Christian, 49-12. to Amador over Stone Ridge Christian, 34-14. to And West over Argonaut, 21-7. to So some scores around the uh, Motherload League there. Amador with a nice win over Stone Ridge there. And uh, Argonaut still struggling. Uh, so last week of non-conference play there. So Galt lines up in their offense. Looks like they're going to go for it on fourth down. Once again, Tapia and Shotgun. He's looking to throw. He takes off to his left. He's got some room. And he gets around the edge. And he's pushed out of bounds, but not before he picks up a first down. 6-13 left in the game. Calaveras has the lead, 27-14. And with Galt trying to start a little drive here and moving the ball to the Calaveras side of the field, that punt return by Clifton and giving him that extra score breathing room is showing up as being huge right now. Definitely huge, Coach. So, Tapia again. This time no backs behind him. He's an empty shotgun. Puts a man in motion. Hands of that motion, man. That's number two. He's trying off the right edge. He's got speed. Gets around the corner. Makes a man miss. And he'll pick up about 13 yards on that play before he's finally shoved out of bounds. And on first and 10, Galt rips off 13 yards. And it'll be first and 10 once again coming up. With 6.05 left in the game. And Calaveras has got to be careful here. They're up 27 to 14. Galt has the ball first and 10 at the Calaveras 30-yard line. Tapia again in shotgun by himself, puts a man in motion. He hands off to that man. That's number three, and he stopped immediately. 
What a play by Big 77, Ethan Porath. Number three has had his way most of the night, but not on that play. Porath tackled him for a loss, a huge loss. And it's going to be second and 16 as he gets tackled six yards behind the line of scrimmage. And he got him, he stopped him before he could get going. 77 said, not today, sir. Not today. Second and 16. Tapia again, an empty shotgun. Two goes in motion. And he fakes the two, takes off himself. And Tapia will gain back those original six yards that was lost on the previous play. Back to the original line of scrimmage. And so now we'll be looking at a third and ten. Ball just at the Calaveras 29-yard line with 5.04 left with the clock moving, and Galt down 27-14. to 14. If you're a Calaveras fan, you want a big defensive stop here. Third and 10, Tapia, the quarterback in shotgun, and empty. Five receivers wide. Ball snapped. He's looking to throw. He looks left, throws out into the flat. And it was a timing route to number three, that quick running back, and it was just off the fingertips, incomplete. Fourth and ten coming up with 4.41 left in the game. Big fourth down play coming up for the Galt Warriors. 4.41 left here in the game. Calaveras has the lead 27-14. to Fourth and ten. Galt has the ball at the Calaveras 29-yard line. Tapia, the quarterback, and shotgun. He takes the snap, looking to throw. He's looking left. He rolls left. He takes off running. And he gets the ball just inside the 20. It's going to be close. He looks to be about a yard short. Let's see where they mark it. They gave him the, he got the first. And it looks like, it, it was close, and it looks like, it looks like, no, I, I thought he's short. I think this is Calaveras football. Yeah, he was a yard short, and so Calaveras will take over on downs. First and 10 at their own 20-yard line. The Calaveras offense takes the field with 4.29 left in the game, and the lead 27-14. to 14. Monzo, the quarterback, under center with two backs behind him. He puts a man in motion, takes the snap, hands, hands into the motion man on the sweep, but it looks like a false start on the offense. They'll get moved back and replay first down. So, Quincy, right about here, you're two scores up, 426. You're telling your players here, protect the football, and let's just run some clock off of this thing and protect the ball. I totally agree with you, Coach. I mean, at this at this you know point of the game, you know that you could use the clock as your advantage. Absolutely, Calaveras wants to get out of here with a win. They're 4:26 away from doing so. First and 15 at their own 15. Monzo gets a snap, hands of Ferrante. Ferrante tries left side, gets about six yards back to the line of scrimmage, plus one. So we'll be looking at uh, third and about nine coming up. Or second and nine, excuse me. They replayed first. 
More importantly, the clock moves. 4.05 and moving. And at what point do the Galt coaching staff start to use their timeouts to try to salvage some of this clock being down two scores and the clock moving? So second and nine. Calaveras has it at about the 21-yard line. 348 and counting. Monzo under center. Takes the snap. Hands off. Left side. And that's... uh, that's number 32, Caleb Spur, who tries the right edge and makes the first guy miss, gets around the corner, and rips off about 15 yards, and it's a first down Calaveras. That first down was huge, Coach. Big time. So first and 10 from their own 42-yard line with 336 left. Spur went out of bounds, so the clock stops. Calaveras has the lead, 27-14. to They're moving from our left to right. Monzo gets under center. He takes the snap. Hand off to the hat back up the middle. That's Spur. He'll get about four or five yards on a nice run just off the right tackle. And it's going to be about second and five on a five-yard gain on first down. The clock 3.20 and counting, and goes back to moving. And that's exactly what Calaveras wants. I'm so right now, I'm just keep pounding the ball and running the clock. Second and five. Monzo under center. He hands off right up to get the big boy Paulson. Nobody's there. He finally gets tackled inside the five-yard line. Number 33, Paulson, the big fullback. They handed it to him right up the gut, and there was no one to be found there defensively to stop him. And he gets the ball all the way down to the four-yard line. First down and goal, Calaveras. What a play to put the nail in the coffin there. I mean, 2.52 left in the game. And 33 is coming off after that big run. Get that boy some oxygen. (laughs) Referee gets the clock moving again. 245 and counting. Calaveras with the lead, 27 of 14. Monzo under center. Takes a snap, hands off. (coughs) Number 77, Porsche. They hand off to big number 77, Porath. That's, uh, you don't see that too often. Coach trying to give some love to one of the big boys. He's back there lined up again with Caleb Spur. Monzo hands it to him again, and this time... It should be close. Touchdown, Calaveras. Big 77, Ethan Porath got the ball down the middle. He was probably stopped at the three and just carried the rest of the defenders with him into the end zone. He was not to be denied. What a play. 33-14, Calaveras with the lead with a minute and 51 left here in the game. That's the way you seal the deal, right? Senior night, 
senior lineman runs in for a touchdown. Absolutely. And then, of course, what's he do? He comes out to kick the PAT after. Kick is up. And the kick is good. So with 151 left to play, Calaveras has the lead, 34 to 14. As they get ready to kick off the goal with 151 left to play. And I'll tell you what, folks, it wasn't that long ago. This was a really close ball game. It was 21 to 14. And uh, the big run back by um, Clifton, number 22, kind of sealed the deal. And then, of course, the big run by Paulson here sealed the deal for Calaveras. And when you look at initially at the score, 34 to 14, you go, well, they handled them pretty easily. But when you watch the game, it was a much, the, the, the score showed a different game. Very exciting game, Coach. So Calaveras' kickoff team is out on the field with 151 left to play. And uh, who else is going to kick it but in Big 77? He scored. He kicked the PAT. I bet he takes in all the bags afterwards, too. This Probably. guy does it all. <laughs> he kicks it deep. Galt receives it. That's number 19. Nice little run to the right side there. He'll get it up to about the 37-yard line of Galt, where Galt will take over first and 10 at their own 37-yard line with a minute and 40 left to play. So looking forward, as you saw us mention, um, Calaveras next week will go up to Tuolumne and play at Somerville to start their mother load league play as uh, Galt's offense is on the field. Shotgun, he's looking to pass. He throws it off to the left to number three in the flat. He tries to get the left edge, and he's tackled. By number 19, Cody Ferrante, nice defensive play there. He tackled him, more importantly, inbounds as the clock moves. Got about eight yards on it, so second and two with a minute and 16. And the clock rolling. Galt gets to the line of scrimmage. Tapia sends number three out into the slot. Minute and five and counting. He takes a snap. He's looking to throw. He throws right back to number three again. Number three cuts back in the middle. Reverses Phil up the middle. There he goes. Touchdown, Galt. And just that quickly, that number three is a dynamic player. He gets the ball and good things happen. I believe that's his third score of the day. All three touchdowns of Galt were number three, Kaysen Jones. And they threw that ball out to him in the flat five yards away, and he ran it the 40-plus yards the rest of the way, cut back inside, made guys move, turned on the motors, and just took off. And just like we've been saying all night, Coach. He's a dangerous player. Dangerous player. So Galt lining up for the PAT. Kick is up, and it's no good. Off to the right. So the score, 
34-20, Calaveras. 49 seconds left in the game. And I'm thinking we got to get the hands team out there because we may see an onside kick here if you're uh, Galt High School, I would imagine. I was thinking the same thing, Coach. So as the both teams prepare for that, moving forward next week, uh, Calaveras will finally start Motherload League play. And a big game to start off week one of Motherload League as they go up to play Somerville High School at Somerville up in Tuolumne. We'll be there, KVGC, bringing you that game. You'll be want to be uh, sure to tune in for that game. And then I believe Galt uh, next week will look up where they're going to be. And, and like everyone else, this is the last week of non-conference, so I'm sure Galt will start uh, their uh, league play as well next week. Right now their kickoff team is ready to kick. They're all up on the 40. Calaveras looks like they've got their hands team out there as we wait the ensuing, I believe, onside kick. And it's a high little pooch kick. It bounces. The ball's on the ground. There's a fight underneath the pile. Let's see what the referees uncover. And Calaveras recovered. A very dangerous play. They, it's almost like an infield fly rule. He kicked that ball so high, they want it to bounce around and give themselves a chance to recover it. What a lot of guys don't know is you could fair catch those. Yes. You could fair catch those, and they can't touch you, and it gives you a chance to, to catch the ball and do that. I don't think they knew that there because they let the ball bounce, and that created an opportunity for Galt. Luckily for Calaveras, they recovered. So with 43 seconds left, and Calaveras has a lead, 34-20. to 20. They've got the ball, and it looks like they got that victory formation lined up here as Monzo will take the snap and take a knee at first and 10, and he does. And the clock will roll, 40-39. So it looks like next week, the Galt, uh, Warrior, uh, Galt Warriors will uh, play Rosemont, uh, the Wolverines of Rosemont. So they've got them next week um, as they begin their league play. The clock winding down now, 14 seconds. That's going to be it, folks. <clears throat> what a night here at Frank Meyer Field. In San Andreas, California, at Calaveras High School, on homecoming night, the home team, Calaveras Varsity Football Redhawks, beat the Galt Warriors 34 to 20. What an exciting football game! We had some big plays on both sides of the ball. We thank you for tuning in. You've been listening to KVGC Radio 96.5. 1340, the voice of the Motherload. Be sure to mark your calendars for next Friday as Motherload League play begins and Calaveras will be up at Somerville to play the Somerville Bears up in Tuolumne County. I've been your host, Gil Valtierra. Mr. Quincy, thank you so much for joining me tonight. Appreciate you. Pleasure, Coach. Thank you, folks, for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. 
as Calaveras takes on Somerville. Take care.